What's up, everybody? This is Sports Goose number 151. Hi, I'm Francisco. Here, joined by my good buddy Charles. Andrew's not here today because it's Yom Kippur. So, uh, yeah, Yom Kippur. So, he's doing that. He's going to be fasting. He ain't eating nothing. He's he's going to see what it feels like to be me for quite a bit, actually. Even though I'm still the same weight, I mean I'm not. I don't exercise. That's what I'm, I gotta get to exercising again, man. But how are you doing, Charles? What's going on? I'm good. Is it 151 or 152? Because the Twitch stream says 152. Uh, I, I might have accidentally not put the. Yeah, or you think it's 152? I, I might. I, it's 152. Yeah. I, I I'm after 152, you you start to lose track a little bit. We need to get money and then hire a uh, production assistant. Oof. I, I, I'm certain, like, you know, we're that famous. I'm good. We have mm. interesting news of what I did in the last, I don't know, 30 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. So, that's We're, we're going to get from there. actual review today, a live review of something, yeah, which is yeah. always always a fun thing to do for, for this show, at least. And let's see. Uh, what else? What else is, is uh, going on today? Uh, last two days for... The MLB regular season, so there's that. Boo. So we're we're heading to the playoffs and everything like that. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, NFL Week Three. Uh, all the memes have come out uh, of uh, a horrible situation for Tua, Tonga Vailoa, but it allows people to dunk on the NFL, which is always fun. We and we appreciate that. We're fans of that. Yeah, yeah. We're always fans of of. of you know the shield getting its due, and then uh, the news coming out today that that Tom Brady and and Giselle are going to be calling it splits finally. But there's still years. there's still hope. We can give them hope, right? <laughs> all it's got to do is a midseason injury and it goes back. This is a lifetime movie. I wouldn't even say lifetime. They still exist. This is a what? Well, look, if they made a movie about Kurt Warner bagging groceries and being a unnecessary hall of fame edition they're gonna make a movie about tom brady not knowing to keep his eye on the prize (laughs) and then he learns the moral of the story after a devastating pinky injury that his whole prize was his family of timothy tommen and tom saya um and his beautiful wife giselle yeah who you know shoot your shots now boys yeah for real and girls everybody shoot your shots go ahead it's time you know the um I wish Andrew was here for that because I wanted to debate the statement that he said that um, Tom was going to leave a miserable know, there's, life. There's I'm like, I think Tom's things, life's going to be excellent. There are certain things uh, that's that are the, the the beauty of the group chat is that we can also work out some of things that 
aren't good for the uh, for the main show. <laughs> a little more controversial statements, you know. Like I, I, what Andrew needs to realize. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna bring it out there because he's not here. So Andrew basically put in the chat that Tom's gonna like lose everything. He's so dedicated to his craft. Tom didn't want to go back to his family. So divorce means he doesn't get to see the kids half time anymore. Mm. It's okay. He's gonna get that solo time, baby. <laughs> Yeah, all, all the memes that have come out. Uh, the the, the Zach Wilson ones are fantastic. Zach Wilson one is fun. Uh, did you see the one about Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Did you see the Pete Davidson one? Uh, I think I missed just, that. He's one. just hiding in the bushes. <laughs> um, so there's there's a bunch of that. So I, hmm, I have an idea. Uh-huh. So in the group chat, we started joking about like. Uh, feeding just like taking the kid Giselle and the kids out to go to Do you think she's ever had a bacon? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it actually now that uh, it's got me thinking. What would you feed the Brady family? Can exactly because because you know Tom Brady did all that that shit with like that that weird that weird TV guy. Twelve diet. Yeah, that, he's got like a Rasputin. Alex. He's got a Rasputin you know, guy with him, right? There's just this weirdo yeah. that's just hanging out with them. You know? I mean, man, it's even. I wouldn't even call it Rasputin. Like, let's make it more modern for the kids. He's Grima Warm Tongue for all mm. you Lord of the Ring nerds out there. Oh, who's accompanying Saruman half the time? Rings of Power. I haven't even watched that. I'm not. I don't ah, think, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Know. I'm not that nerdy to watch that. So there's just there's just an oversaturation of media. Uh, well, there's just certain levels of nerdiness that I just don't delve into. High honest. fantasy is very difficult for people because yeah. my problem is I could barely keep up with some of the animes because. No show, I think, seems to pass the phone test where I'm not looking at my phone, screwing around, checking memes or the Twitter base mm. or talking to people. And, like, in, in anime, it's hysterical because I don't know people's names sometimes, but then I'll just make nicknames for themselves. Like, I'm trying to rewatch, not rewatch, but continue my watch of Black Clover. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, that's Shirtless Guy. That's Salamander Girl. That's Fire Woman. That's Noelle. You know, that, like, that's how you go to it. The same thing I feel like could happen to a live action fantasy show like yeah. lord of the rings i'm like that's elf that's elf that's black everybody hates black for whatever reason because elves can't be anything but weird white angle of people um that's a guy who's probably aragorn's ancestor like it, yeah. it, it's it's a combination of things uh, yeah i don't know fantasy stuff just i mean maybe like the only thing that's ever gotten a hold of me is like the legends of- <laughs> uh, but you know what the thing is i think fantasy shows fall in line too to um the issue of like wrestling it's not that the fantasy stuff is bad it's the wrestling fans make wrestling bad so the fantasy fans would make fantasy bad is the, that fair to say i mean the only fantasy things that i've actually i mean look, i like i watched the lord of the rings trilogy like everybody else uh i did, I did that i um you know, some video game fantasy, maybe even, but even then, it's not really that much. Most is The Legend of Zelda, that type of stuff. And then, um, uh, there was, I don't know if there was a show on ABC called Gallivant. I remember that. The comedy thing, right? It was a, com- it was a comedy musical type of show, which I, I, I actually enjoyed. So it wasn't, it, it, that, that was actually pretty good. That's a death sentence for any show, though, to have high fantasy it's, it's, on a basic network. Yeah, plus uh, comedy and a musical. It's, it's it's just not sustainable for that long. Um, but it was a good show for for as long as it as it could be. But it was, that was only like an, I think it only lasted one season, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, if it had been successful, it probably would have worn out as welcome by two. You know. Yeah. Well, the problem is it probably was a Shonda Rhimes show, and that's why ABC canceled it. Yeah, I forgot who was the producer of it or something like that. It was somebody who like did something else, obviously that was good. Uh, but I just can't remember. 
Uh, aside from yeah, like musical stuff. Aside from like a, a Luis Manuel, Manuel Ruanda, or, or the South Park guys, it's it's like uh, I really don't know. Um, uh, what, oh yeah, my idea, my What's idea, that? my idea, the whole Giselle thing is uh what foods are we going to introduce to them charles i kind of want to just like because i think i feel like it's going to be food based just to start yeah uh, i think given. that's appropriate yeah so we, and i know how we can end the, the segment too with so, the review. so going back to tom Braden and his rasputin guy like you know he had that whole regiment with like the food and all that stuff and i'm sure bill belichick even though like the pats are the pats right now but, like bill belichick just looks so much happier as a, as yeah. a human being like i think so, giselle in a way Looks Bill at, knows what his legacy is. Yeah, Giselle looks at Bill Belichick and she's like, "I want to be that happy again." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know she had to go through the rigor because she had yeah. to do the Caprio and Tom Brady. Like, the like as soon as therapy, she probably has to go through. Like, it makes you think. Did like, did Bill Belichick when he, uh, when like you know the the Patriots, like after a deep run they won the Super Bowl and stuff, and he's just like, "Oh, thank." God, I I don't have to see this man for months. And Giselle, like at the beginning of training camp, is like, oh, thank God, I don't have to see this man for months. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and then, well, I, obviously not if she. I mean, look. Well, she wanted it to. D- disclaimer. Yeah. We are not even just doing this on speculation. We're doing this on satire. Yeah, so that's exactly. First. Yeah, I don't care if they split. I don't care if they get back yeah. together. I like people just being happy, and sometimes you need some separation, whether it be two months, two years, twenty years. That is fine. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, I, we don't care. And, and this is for the, the glory of the memes. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny. And there are two people that are like, okay, so what? They're gonna get divorced. They're still make a rich, so it doesn't really matter, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, maybe for the kids it's gonna be super hard, but for mm-hmm. the parents, it's not a tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, emotionally, yes to start but eventually like they're gonna have dollar signs that are both kids are gonna go- know what strawberries taste yeah. like yeah well it's, i wonder uh maybe and let me oh gosh now i'm gonna actually start to try and do research i wish andrew was here he could actually look this up but yeah. um we might actually might not be talking about this much if andrew was on here too but yeah uh andrew would what, be like we can't do what that. was like the f- diet regimen it was, it was this the, it was just guy. strawberries no sugars like yeah. you know, raw meat, I think, or nothing like high process. So just t- take a vegan that's actually good at something. Damn, can I say that? <laughs> I don't know any vegans, which is weird because everybody likes to talk about vegans. But have you met a single one? They're like vampires. Maybe they only come out at a certain time. Mm. I know the people at Starbucks who are like, "Oh, I can't do milk because it makes me crap myself," and I get that. Yeah. You can be vegan, or you can have like non-dairy based because it gives you the craps, kids. It- it's okay. You don't have to give yourself a whole identity based off of it. I am looking. So let me see. Uh, Tom, I'm just going to type in Tom Brady diet on the big screen here. And then we'll, uh, we'll actually, let me start the virtual camera. If you want to see, like, I, I guess not to see the, uh, on the Facebook messenger. If you want to see the actual video, I'll just stream it. You don't have to put it on your cam. It doesn't matter. But you can actually see, I think me and Andrew tried this for like the baseball stuff. So it's actually like a live feed instead of you watching the Twitch or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Twitch isn't working to begin with anyway. So All right. So, yeah, I, I got to figure out that Twitch thing because it, it, it works, like, afterwards. But then, uh, like, during, it's not working. Like, Twitter is fine, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the settings. Um, uh, why is this all like this? Shoot. Okay. So, this is the TB12 diet, right? So, TB12 diet, health, uh, health line diet score, 3.46 out of 
five. I don't know what that means. Uh, let's see. Sounds, sounds like average. Yeah. Or above uh, average. And I bet it's a lot of common sense stuff. Too. The Here's the thing about dieting, guys. Yeah. Don't eat fast food, which is a spoiler to a degree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, diet review scorecard at Healthline. Diets are scored on a scale of one to five by a dietitian. The overall score is calculated based on the performance of the diet in each subcategory. So let's see. It's, it's overall 3.21 out of five. That's what they rate this. So it's kind of mid. Yeah. Uh, is, weight loss like out of four. So I guess you'll lose weight. Yeah, uh, more than the rest. Healthy eating is at three point five, so it's basically right in the middle. Yeah, uh, or just slightly above. Sustainability three point seven five. Whole body health two point five. That just that that's the problem. Yeah. Even though on a, on a numerical scale, people are like oh, it's average. Here's the thing about dieting, folks. Whenever you deprive your body of essentials, that's when it gets bad. Yeah, yeah. So the nutrition quality is at a five. So it's got perfect scores there. And evidence-based is at a 2, which I guess is how that's many people... That's all diets, though, I feel. I get, uh, maybe that's just, yeah, what pe- like people who have actually done... Maybe it's the, hey, is, does this actually work or not? So it's a whole foods-based diet that may aid weight loss, protect against diseases, and boost your sports performance and recovery. Still, it's very restrictive, and many principles are not based on sound science, making it difficult to maintain long-term. So that's what his his diet pros emphasis on whole fruits and vegetables. Okay, just like you said, which ultimately encourages those following the diet to make or exceed demand. Okay, saturated and trans fats are restricted, as are processed meats and cured meats. Go figure. A practice that may reduce the risk of heart disease and any certain cancers. Uh, on this diet, added sugars and highly refined carbs are restricted in favor of unsweetened beverages and minimally processed carbohydrate sources. And the diet incorporates elements of mindfulness, which could be beneficial for weight management. So anything that you enjoy eating is not in this diet. <laughs> Here are the cons. The emphasis on organic grass-fed local foods may have unintended consequences, such as avoidance of otherwise healthy food that don't meet those requirements due to availability or cost. TB12 method supplements are encouraged, but they're expensive. Oh, there it is. Uh there's the marketing ploy and there aren't suggested alternatives and the diet's broad recommendations on how much water to drink and on portion sizes are not universally appropriate for example they won't work well for athletes or other highly active individuals who have very fluid and calorie needs which is kind of ironic but because it's, it's an athlete's supposed diet yeah but t- tom's body versus vince wilfork's body yeah if we're gonna go call south back pack ep- the south park episode yeah was it the uh yeah the, the special poops the, uh, they call it like the, the, the secret spice or something like that oh, i was thinking turberg who was on <laughs> so there you go that's the that's the tom brady diet oh those are all the rules oh my god okay but anyways so that's what he has so I, i'm going to assume we're just going to assume that giselle and the kids they, they got a sniff of bacon yeah and they're like all right all right so charles First day out with the, with Giselle, all right. The kids are with Tom because you're not you're not about that. What 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 what's where's the first place you're taking that woman? I'm gonna take those children, Tom and Timothy, Tom Saya. Yeah, we're gonna get the thing that would probably just destroy, make your daddy cry if he <laughs> saw you eat them. We're gonna get some chicken wings mm. because what is chicken wings? Deep fried. Mm saturated fat okay blue cheese or ranch 
What do you usually get with them? What we really want to get nasty? How I used to do at Brewers Room? Shit, we're taking the Brewers Room, man. <laughs> I've given love before, but we're talking about some of my place. Oh, we're not gonna do chicken and waffles here. That's a, a family establishment. That's just my establishment <laughs> for me moaning, you know, surreptitiously. You know what? Anywhere that there's chicken, you know, wings and uh, drumsticks and things of that fun nature. Mm. But got to get them that cheese fries if you want some fries with a nice big old cold soda. Okay. Really, the boys are too young to drink beer. Tom and Timothy, Tom Saya, sorry. I don't know their names. And you know what, actually, in, in canon, that's their names to me. Um, dunk it out, man. Going to get a family pack of 50. You do get some celery and carrots in there. Yeah, you, you, yeah they're going to have system shock if, you, if they have too much of it, you know. And what you got to do to um, really help out a little bit. To kind of wet their palate. You always got to start an appetizer, right? When you're taking out okay. the Partridge family. All right. And, so hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to pull up the Bruise Room menu yeah, at sure, this sure, point. Sure, sure. Right. We, let's let's be let's let's uh, let's be scientific right. about this, right? So all right. So we're going to Bru- So you're going to Bruise Room. Oh, so yeah. we're, we're, we're doing gonna, the whole the whole goal is chicken wings. Right. Right. But but they got an extensive you know menu and all that stuff. I haven't been there in a bit actually. Yeah. So we got to do that. But let me uh, let me turn that on real quick. Where the hell is this? I, I, I swear I hate this thing sometimes. Uh, I don't know what is what, but uh, okay. Let me reset this. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, all right, here we go. That's what it is. I'm trying to reset that. They need a, they need an easier way to update this, man. It's a, Reset. Okay, all right, so we're going to Bruise Room. So, Bruise Room, let's go. Uh, number one sports bar in South Florida, according to them. You can go to Flanny's too. That's, yeah. you know, that's not a bad choice either, guys. Right. You know, they've had a. I think part of the reason why she separated from them because in Tampa, what, you have Beef O'Brady's? Ugh. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you. Okay, so main menu, let's go. Main menu, Charles. What do we right, got? What are the starters? So we got starters. We this is a sports waffle show, nachos, waffle nachos, spinach dip, Southwest waffle egg rolls. Nachos, you know, yeah. you still do cheese fries if you want to, but the waffle nachos get them fries, cheddar jack, queso, bacon, jalapeno, tomatoes, onion, sriracha ranch. You can add flavors mm. to it too, but I want Timothy Tommen and Tomsaya. Yeah. To um, why would you? I don't know. I don't know if I would add steak to waffle nachos. It's not like I had in chorizo. Well, these kids want me too, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. But uh, that 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 could be a, a waffle nacho was a consideration. Nachos, you know. buff chips, uh, fried mozzarella. I think I was on the show right. when I went to go back to learn Spanish, right? And then I would go to uh, that campus was in Boca, so every Thursday night I would go to Brewers Room and get ten wings, <laughs> get up uh, two beers, and then drive back. It. W- mm. I'm not gonna lie happiest day of my life happiest times of my life yeah you know going from there because you know you're just uh just it's simplicity it's living it's yeah. it's your uh it's your preview to heaven of why you shouldn't send kids mm-hmm. you know so, but we get the waffle fries all right we're getting the waffle fries all right so so you got that the kids are, are right there they're 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 eating it they're finally tasting uh certain things there are certain organs that are starting to fail Tom is starting to get a little bit of that salivation. They're sort of, actually, they wouldn't be failing. Those organs would finally be put to use. Yeah, you know? yeah, that, it, that kidney's it, finally getting a workout. They're in slumber. Yeah. And then they're waking up. Kidney's working out. Spleen's working out. Right. Pretzel bites is another option you get too. In case right. you know, the case that you got to ease them up because uh, pretzel bites are always a good option. Liver's working out. So, so things are 
finally, finally starting to get put to the test, right? Which is good because they, they got to do it while they're kids. Because, you know, if they finally get to be an adult, right? It's going to just stay you know, And Tom Sy is trying to rebel. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an Oreo. <laughs> 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 you know, and he's at college. He's at, uh, he's at uh, Michigan. Which is, I'm assuming Tom is going to force him to go there. Like, he, he's going to die. Sounds like, no, our son's only going to go right? to Ohio State. <laughs> so, like, uh, oh, sh- that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny anyways all right so so you got that the kids are happy so what's what do you what's giselle getting charles what's her entree at this point oh, oh we're all going chicken wings all we're wings right okay it's like it's like, it's like it, the happy family okay yeah not that i would say that i can't recommend other things on brew's room but i've chosen not to eat anything but what i get from mm-hmm. there which is the chicken wings the nachos the pretzel bites um i think i had a flatbread once from there and it's fine but here's my problem with flatbreads anywhere you go to None of them are anything that really stands out. You know, sports bars actually make decent flatbreads, I would say. Um, but yeah. they all they all kind of like, it's the thumbs up, but not two thumbs up. It's no thumbs down. It's just like the seven. And the seven's yeah. always fine. You can always go with the seven. Okay. But we're, we're going to go, we're going to get, so this is how I get my chicken wings um, and chicken drum legs, whatever the hell you call them. Because right. that's always what I mean. people call it chicken wings. I'm like, not everything is yeah. a wing. There's yeah. drums and all this other stuff. But you get them grilled extra wet blue cheese for me you can get ranch too giselle and tom and tomothy and tom zaya um with some carrots and celery and and then you just dig in and then you just dig in and then you watch your father get sacked like 10 times a game you know that's right they got tv screens right so yeah they got they got sports and everything like that yeah you know and and then i'll be i'll be that good samaritan who whenever uh, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, Shannon, you know, Steve Young, all the people in the pregame analysis that are coming into her are going to pick the Buccaneers away. I'm like, no, he's not. He can't handle the pressure. And I'll, I'll be just clapping in the background. I was like, oh, there you go, Tom. Have that ball on too long, but you don't know what to hold on to. That's valuable. I'll put on my best John Candy impression. <laughs> best great. John Candy impression coming in there. Uh-huh. Like really like, uh, like rise up the voice a little bit that I can. You know, when he throws a pick, I'm like, oh, oh, you should get some glasses instead of getting that new hairline there, bud. I'll do my letter again, boys. When he throws a touchdown, I'm like, oh, where was the offensive pass interference there? Oh, my God, I'll call the holding. Just like Super Bowl, you know, going from there. You sound, you, you sound, not, not John Kenny, you sound like freaking Shorzy. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Shorzy. I'll shirt, yeah. I'll shirt hard, too. It's like, yeah. you know, oh, you're just fair parts there, bud. You know, and, and then uh, and then if they lose the game, I'm just going to Fuck say, you, Brady. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck you, Tom. Your wife's so cute. I can't believe you let her go. I'd be good to you all day. And then if they won, I was just like, oh, this whole game is rigged. Nobody ever wants to see anything when the NFC comes in. They know he's going to be his last stand. Hopefully he doesn't go out the way of Kobe with his boy Alex. <laughs> This is great. <laughs> I'm so glad we went down this roll. Oh man, this is great. Oh god, a trip to Brew's room, everybody. Yeah, Brew's room's getting the sponsorship. That's right. I was like, oh, well, you know what? It's South Florida. Yeah, Brew's room should be paying us. Oh, I'm just doing an entire ten. South Florida, about we're, how we should we're, eat their chicken. South to Florida, talk shit about Tom Brady. We're the place where Tom Brady notoriously always loses to the Dolphins in the regular season, at least. So, okay. Uh, all right, so we're going down. Uh, are you getting dessert for this woman? Are you guys? Or, or is it too much? I mean, is it too much? You, I don't think you get desserts. There. They've got, let's see, they got chocolate chip layer cake. Eh. They got a blondie. Uh, They've got fried donut balls mm. and lemon cream cake. So 
No, you know what? So, so for you dolphin bites, I'll be like, all right, kids, it's the afternoon. We're going to go drive down. We're going to go find some deep fried Oreos. Mm. 305 ain't too far away. Shit, we go to Lauderdale, man. Go to Nitro. Get some good ass ice cream. I've been Nitro. Nitro's delicious. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to Crumble Cookie. Even though I find them to be a little bit overrated, not everybody's going to find them to be overrated. Yeah. All right, so that's where that's 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 the that's the meal that you're taking that woman and and the kids out to. Okay. Yeah, where are you going there, bud? All right, so uh, Tom and Timothy, Tom Saya and Giselle. Right. So, so you know, you're going to take them out to eat, right? You're going to go to Brew's room, really give them something. But you know me, I I like to cook. Yeah, you're a cooker. So I feel like okay, this can be you know. Yeah, the kids can hang around if want, but if it's like a romantic evening, I can do that too. But anyways, but let's do a big old meal for the kids and and everybody else, right? Are you playing music for them backgrounds you're cooking? Yeah, I mean it's. You know, I, can I say something? What if Tom Brady's cooking TB12 food at the house? Is it me, or does it? I have this scary sensation that all he does is play nonstop Don Lemon's Bye Bye Miss American Pie. I don't understand why, <laughs> but I literally have this image of this man saying, Tom and Timothy, Tom Saya, your breakfast is ready. And it's just like stirred mm. like seeds and strawberries. And he just quips up saying, bye, bye, Miss America. Bye. You're like, all that stuff. Yeah. We, you switch up, Francisco. Tell us. All right. So I feel like we're, uh, we're going to have to get some, some classics, some favorites uh, from, from, the, from the Latino culture okay all right charles because uh, i mean tom brady is as as white bread as you can get okay i don't think they've ever seen i I don't know though like he was here's the thing we were hating on tom but when tom won that super bowl for a second he was a cool guy (laughs) yeah for yeah for a second for a second but once again he's he's a cool guy in tampa but what do you have in tampa he's a cool guy exactly he's a cool guy in tampa right I mean, their only claim to any sort of, like, ethnic culture is that, oh, we invented the Cuban sandwich. That's their only claim to anything, really. Aside from that, Tampa is basically, uh, yeah, just uh, southern Michigan. We sell better cigars than everybody. Yeah, yeah something like that. So, but, but we got to get the classics, Charles. Okay, so I'm going to pull out the grill. And we're going to cook some carne asada. Ooh. Right? gonna season it the way my mom seasons it right it's gonna it's gonna have juices it's gonna have all that stuff right kids aren't gonna know what to do with it but i feel like giselle really needs some good old brazilian yeah exactly exactly it's been a while she needs to remember her roots her roots i i feel like it'll awaken something within her That'll just absolutely like it, it'll just it, it'll be uh like it like a phoenix rising out of the ashes again. You're gonna play that Celia Cruz in the background. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh we we're oh, we're gonna have all the hits, right? Oh, I mean, you can start thinking them up a, a bunch of songs that we're gonna start playing with them too. Like we're just gonna reintroduce them to culture again. I'm That's what's gonna popping happen. Popping on trance music to them. Yeah. Like. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that so we're gonna get casa salad. We're gonna get some. Arroz. We were so much better focused last week. It's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> well, I think our bodies kind of just were like, "Damn, man, you guys gotta, you guys gotta let this out." So, all right, some carne asada. <laughs> we're gonna get some gallo pinto as well. Mm. Okay, mm. we're gonna get some queso frito, Charles. Are you doing some chimosas? We're gonna get those big old queso fritos too. I'm gonna cook them real big. You know, 
I got some karama as well. Oof. Okay. Thankfully, I got them all, you know, set up. Yeah. yeah. Got the crema as well. We've got, man, what else What else do we see? Uh, I got them some tostones. We got some tostones okay. as well. Okay. Right, we need some, like, all this stuff. for them? We got the grilled stuff, right? So it's not too shocking for them, but that fried cheese and the tostones are going to work some things out for them. Okay? Yeah. I, I need Giselle's arteries to start pumping again. So, actually, to start stopping, actually. That's what I'm trying to do. Kate, I'm trying to uh, learn to love again, starts playing the background for exactly. her. Exactly. I'm going to teach Giselle that she can finally let it go. Let her body go. She's a beautiful woman. And let her age with grace. Okay? That's what's, what's going to happen. Right? I, like, she's going to be the future. And her kids are finally, like, I'm trying to prepare them for life. Really. They can't be sheltered forever. They're going to be finally seeing things from their otherworldly perspective. From from the commoner's perspective. Right? This is what we eat. This is, you know, food is, is, is goes right directly to the soul, to the soul of, of any society. Yeah. And so through food, like food a TB12. Is not, food is just not for survival. It's yeah. for comfort. Exactly. For understanding. It's for growth. It's for enjoyment, being. right? It brings people together. T- TB12 diet doesn't do that. Yeah, it it brings people apart. Look what's happening. Fo thirty four, get you going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirty four. Well, we'll call it fo sixty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty four. That's that's, 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 that's yeah. That's not how many uh, sizes you're gonna go up with the pants size. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're we're getting godness out. We're just gonna do traditional. You know, it's a party atmosphere, right? The whole family's over, right? They're finally they're gonna see some people uh, a few more shades at the, at this cookout than the Tom Brady cookouts, you know, yeah. a few more shades darker. There's right? some accents that are gonna be there. You know, they're gonna see people that are like, oh man, no, I didn't know you guys didn't play football if you were this dark. You know, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. So that's that's what's happening. And, and all right, and then she's like, gonna be pronounced. It's gonna be Gisela, not Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's finally gonna start yeah pronouncing things back to her her brazilian self right so uh we're doing all of that and you know i gotta teach the kids right my, my whole focus you know after death stranding i'm like maybe i could be one maybe i could be a father charles maybe maybe so i gotta teach the kids the right things all right i'm gonna teach them basically as you know i'm a forager sometimes right? i eat like a dumpster raccoon at, at points yeah right i just yeah. ate uh, slices of cheese and ham with some milk. Whereas like, I do not go that route. <laughs> and we're oh, we're about to get to we're about to get to you. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna t- teach them the classics, where uh, because I need these kids to finally like I-, I want I want I want Giselle. No, not Giselle. She's gonna be fine. I want Tom to. I- I'm gonna Facetime Tom Brady while I'm doing this. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> His, his I'm, I'm introducing his kids to my specialty okay i call it the cereal gruel uh it's basically it's it's cinnamon toast crunch all right whole milk and oreos and you start smashing all that stuff together i call it gruel but it's probably one of the most insane psychotic things that i do make but it is absolutely cocaine in the mouth and those kids are getting it and Tom Brady's going to be looking at that and fearing for type 1, type 2. I don't know how many types of diabetes are coming, but they're coming. All so, the diabetes. All the diabetes. So that's what I am doing. That's that's my first day with Giselle and the kids, right? 
So there you go. And oh, and Freddy's <laughs> Freddy's face one step away from the t- the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. And I'm not gonna make this comment, but I think you, having known me for so long, know where my joke in the brain went. So <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, happy Yom Kippur, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Oh, uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll ask him if he will listen to it at some point. Uh, this the playback of the show, and he's just gonna shake his head and be like, "This is uh, this is where my career's gone to." Uh, okay, so um, so there you go. That's what that's where we're at with this show. So we're at wow, man. We spent half an hour doing that. That was great. <laughs> it was great. Okay, Charles. So uh, so the, okay, so the, the new scenario: the Giselle and the kids. All right, they're 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 fine. You're you're doing fine with them, but you you need some me time, and you're hungry, right? Yeah. You're coming to do the show. And you're just like, man, I need something to eat beforehand. You just did that. What happened? Where'd you go? So, you know what, man, is like my, my diet's been kind of weird the last couple of days. Not that I'm starving myself, but, you know, I'm kind of doing this whole 30-day cut down a little mm-hmm. bit. And when I say yeah. cut down, we're not trying not to Not the TB12. Not the TB12. Yeah, we're, not, we're, we're doing the, the right. CT me. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're trying to yeah, – I went to the doctor. I'm a good. Blood's good. Health's good. Everything like that. Mm. Got a little bit of the uh, reflux that comes in every now and then. They got me on pantoprazole, so you know I'm not spitting up some brown stuff and going from there. And in that, I have to cut alcohol and I have to cut spicy food and something okay. for a little bit. For a little yeah. bit. It's R- not... Return, return the lining of your stomach back. Yeah, it, it's not yeah. obligated. It's just suggested. You know, we're gonna go from there. It's more of a personal choice, so I can quit the alcohol. It's not really a problem at all. Yeah, yeah. being yeah. a lawyer, many though, people say that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when you see me with my 12-step chip, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm like, it's not a poker chip, guys. Ha-ha. Um, the spicy food is harder because have you ever, like, overcooked pork chops? You have no choice but to get hot sauce. However, it, it is Tuesday. I typically, you know, eat out and go from there. Um, sometimes, usually it's like a fast food day. But I was kind of starving because for breakfast, I just kind of had, like, a protein green shake. My lunch was a PB and J, so I was just like, okay, because you know if I'm if I'm at the house for lunch, I'm like I'm just gonna eat something cheap and save my money. I was starving, man. I don't know what it is, but you know there was something that was really full. Of it. I had a brownie at the office, like cosmic brownie, because you know what was that? But I was I was just like hankering yeah. for some real food. This happens every time when you make the motivation to diet, and I'm like, I had asked you guys about the chat the other day, and I'm like. Have you guys seen the royal crispy chicken sandwich from? Uh, I, I wasn't gonna comment on that, but I haven't had a chance. Yeah, and I haven't either. And the thing is that Burger King, it's not my comfort food. I would say I've been in my head the last couple of days, as you do as you get older. But I haven't necessarily had the need for comfort food. But Burger King at least brings me back into it. I think the last time I had Burger King was the NFL draft, because I specifically remember yeah, it was having we had the chicken sandwich. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and then yeah. we had and then the, 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 the incident that broke my heart. Um, so I saw well, the world. I had Wendy's that day. Remember, I ordered yes. DoorDash that yes. same day. Yes. Yeah. So I remember looking at it and I remember being like, man, you know, I, I kind of want to try it. Someone's going to try it. I'm going to be the guy that tries it. And I tried it. So they come in different varieties of the Royal Crispy Chicken yeah, Sandwich. Look this up. And my mindset was like, which one is appropriate? And they have like a barbecue combo. They have like a bacon combo. <laughs> They have a regular combo that you can See, have. I haven't paid much attention to this. Like I saw them, like I saw the advertisements. I just always thought that your king was always going to be on the menu. Well, my thing is like I'm a stream. I, you know, I stream. I don't have cable, and a lot of the stuff is yeah, your yeah. local 
thing. So I don't know. I just saw it when I was watching Raw like the other week. So the Royal Chicken King has like a crispy white meat breast filet topped with royal sauce, whatever the hell that is, lettuce and juicy tomatoes on a potato bun. And the chicken sandwich, for what it is, is quite excellent. It's just very heavy. And the sauces that they use can mess you up considerably. Hmm. Uh, but it's kind of like usually you're like, oh, you know, this is worth it. Sure. Um, going from there. So I was thinking about it. I had texted you. I'm like, man, you know, I'm kind of hungry. I was actually thinking Wendy's. We were going to do Wendy's. Hmm. But I was like, you know, it's new. I haven't had it. I, I kind of want to try it. So I pulled up. I go there. I didn't even look for the chicken sandwich, so I don't even know if it's still on the menu or not. Well, that, that's what was surprised me. I was like, "What the hell happened to Chicken?" Like, I that was that was my that was but like my summer. <laughs> the difference, yeah, I, and I'll explain to you the difference before we go into the review of the taste. So, the crispy chicken sandwich is more crispier, it's leaner. the 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 chicken sandwich is massive. It's really like an right. entire like yeah. chicken breast and a half yeah. in real life, and it's dunked in the spicy sauce, and it usually has the pickle and then mayo and going from there. Mm. Um, this one, it's leaner, it's crispier, yeah, sure, I, yeah. I guess. Um, th- it has more veggies in there if you want to actually contribute to alkalizing your body. Yeah. Um, about the same price. So what I set this up was, and it was already a setup for disappointment, but not because of the actual chicken. So I was like, all right, let me get it. Let me get a Sprite. And, you know, instead of fries, can't get the onion rings. I love Burger King onion rings. I think they're always high quality. It's, this, it's the sauce, really the tangy sauce mm. so i get home because i literally live like three minutes from burger king and if they had more variety of the actual burgers i'd probably eat there more often really when i get the burgers from them it's either the uh spicy whopper which they don't do anymore to my mm. knowledge um i, I think they're sp- doing it for for halloween I yeah i said yeah. that too yeah yeah um, w- w- my doctor's gonna hit me <laughs> i'm gonna hate myself and so i went i had it um and i ordered my onion rings i ordered the Royal crispy chicken spicy. Cause I really, I had to, had a come to Jesus moment of like, what do I want to do? Because I kind of am intrigued by the other flavorings that they have, like a barbecue version, the regular version. And then, um, the third one they had that I can't recall because the website doesn't really show you it's on the menu at your local Burger King. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. The they got the spicy version and new line of, okay, let me just look at this article. Yeah. Let, let, let's there let's take go. a peek at that. There we go. So yeah. So they got the, let's see. Uh, Another barbecue. Okay. There you go. Uh, ba- okay, uh, bacon and Swiss cheese. They got southern barbecue. There we go. The regular royal crispy and then the spicy royal crispy. And I'm not gonna lie, like a lot of those kind of over, over interest. Yeah. Because oh, no. like, yeah, that uh, that bacon and Swiss cheese kind of kind of intrigues me a well, little bit. Essentially, it's a melt, right? Yeah. yeah um, exactly. So I ordered, I got it, and we already set up the failure a little bit. They put they put too much ice in my sprite, and anytime I order something, and I went with the spicy. Yeah. And anytime I order something spicy, I need that Sprite, man. I need that, that refreshment. They didn't add my onion ring sauce, the tang. Ooh. I was very sad. Because so, the so, onion rings by themselves are sustainable. Right. So the outside of experience is already, like, not good. <laughs> it's right? the enemies at the gate, and we forgot yeah. to put on a lock, man. That's what it feels like. <laughs> um, but the chicken sandwich itself is actually quite good. It has the same taste sauce-wise spicy as the spicy chicken. Okay. So if you're looking right, for so something good. that isn't as fully heavy because you would agree with me that the spicy chicken is super heavy. The chicken sandwich by I mean, itself is yeah. super heavy. Yeah. Cause it was basically just that massive chunk of chicken. It, it is a massive. It probably chicken. wasn't sustainable. Uh, and like Freddie's Freddie's like, you know, justice for the chicken. And I agree with them. Like I, I wish it was still on the menu, but uh, yeah. And the oh. sauce, the sauce is what like put it over the top for me. 
I was like, yeah. this this thing is good. But I and guess Freddy also says the zesty sauce to the onion rings, I believe, and he's oh, okay. about that yeah. too. Well, both of those, like, but the sauce yeah. stayed. Yeah, for the chicken onto the royal crispy chicken. I like the spicy sauce they had. Is it the same spicy sauce? Is it the same spicy it, sauce? It, it, that it, they it, yeah, I'm almost certain, man. So they like, basically I'm just like. Certain. Maybe maybe those big giant pieces of chicken were like too much money. Maybe possibly. I mean, I mean this is like Burger King, so they're like the same company as, as Popeyes. It's the same whatever. And you know, inflation did hit chicken. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So maybe they they downsize everything. It's like you know, we can make these smaller, but we can you know add some new versions. Yeah. So I don't. Fine. I like yeah. That. So you know, the chicken if it was too much for you. I think the Royal Crispy Chicken Spicy Sandwich is a good alternative. It kind of tastes a little bit like that other McDonald's spicy chicken one that you made me try a couple months ago that I texted you about. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was actually pretty quality. The difference though I, I is... I like McDonald's, yeah. Well, the difference between this one... The, the spa- sauce on the McDonald's one, if I remember correctly, is spread. Yeah. The sauce on the Burger King one is dumped. Yeah, no, that's... And it was just... Mm-hmm. rule of thumb, even if you're fast food, if you dunk your chicken you're already going to get a positive no matter what. Yeah. Because there is nothing worse than having a spread on something because it's never on the first try. Mm-hmm. The spread's usually fine. For, for Look into the universe of the world. The, anytime you've had a spicy spread on yeah. a fast food thing, the first try is always good. And yeah. when you go back for a second time, it is some misshapen person who is just trying to pass their algebra test yeah. and they just don't know how to spread it properly. It's yeah. always very disappointing. And you got to catch them at a good time too because you're at yeah. rush, you know, lunch rush. And, and when did I go? And when did I go? 6 p.m. Right. The, the sweet spot. Yeah, just before dinner starts. Dinner. Yeah, exactly. 6, 6.30. Everybody's trying yep. to go home and you're just like, oh, I'm going to Burger King right away. Yeah, so the flavor's good. The spice is kind of there. A little bit of that grease spice. You know, you remember how uh, greasy the chicken was? And you're mm-hmm. like, oof, oof. You know, it, but it was good. It was, it was juicy. Yeah, it was juicy. It, it was juicy. Yeah. A little bit more veggies, I actually think, helps the palate. Um, the, the lettuce was crispy. Yeah, helps balance things out, you know. Part of me would like maybe some cheese. I don't think well, they have the Swiss. They have the Swiss version, right? But with the spicy, though. Oh, me? I, well, you can ask for it, right? You can be like, hey, I, I guess, but I'm not that. I, I'm not ready to hey, evolve. Pay, play the fifty cents, you know. Pay the fifty cents, I, but, you know. It, but sometimes you have to take things like naturally. We're born in this world naked, so the mm. first time I have anything, it's really got to be naked, you know. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. I mean, I'm starting uh, to like. I'm. I've got my my uh, red chili flakes. Like any any time I get something, I'm just like you know, just add a cake. So, I mean, buddy, like my paralegal has a bottle of soy sauce and hot sauce <laughs> in his desk whenever he's going to eat. Oh, okay. So I, I commend right. it. I commend it all the yeah. same. Um, I love it. Like, I, 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 I've become one of those guys, you know, that you saw like the a cartoon. Flakes are a like, difference maker. Yeah. I told you. Yeah, no, but yeah, one of those guys that like carries their own thing even like when they're out. Yeah. And, you know, the price I think is always fine. $10 for a meal is okay, you know, because I feel it's filling. So flavor was good. Am I going to feel it a little bit after? Probably. Is it? There's a, So what people need to realize, there's a difference between hot and spicy when you're, yeah. especially in fast foods. Mm-hmm. So this was spicy with flavor. This is Sometimes, mainstream spicy, yeah. you know. And, I, and I've tasted worse. If I want a chicken sandwich, if the chicken's gone, am I going to go to Burger King first for the Royal Crispy Chicken Sandwich? No. That always kind of goes to Wendy's. I think Wendy's does have the best chicken sandwiches, no matter what they put on there. Um, but if I want something that gives me a little bit of kick, because I'm still chasing the high, because you guys can't see me right now, but I'm hitting my veins, there will be no greater chicken sandwich than what Checkers had 11 years ago, which the double Frank's red hot chicken sandwich mm. that you can get two for four. 
I got so fat off of that. I think that's the reason why I got like <laughs> yeah. the start off. There would be nothing greater than that. No, mm-hmm. no fast food. It, it was just, oh my God, my mouth's watering right now. Shit, mm-hmm. if I had a time machine, if I had a time like machine. Like Reggie Bush in that commercial where they just brought back the pretzel bacon, whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. lately on the Twitter yeah. feed, there's been the memes of like girls when they go back in time machine. I'm your granddaughter, really. And then there's whatever the males would be doing. Like, you know, I think I sent you guys a wrestling one where they're talking about Bret Hart said, don't trust Earl Hebner. Um, me, I'm like, I'll go back and buy as many <laughs> uh, double chicken, hot chicken sandwiches I can get from there. Because the hot is the breading, the spicy is the sauce, and we don't have enough sauces out there um, to justify it. So if you want a, a great chicken sandwich, I would say go to Wendy's. If you want zesty and you want kind of like that dunk sauce and then you go to Burger King, I would recommend it. At the end of the day, Tom and Tomothy, Tom Saya, mm. Giselle. We, we would go from there. You know, I like it more than I like a Whopper. I think the Whopper as a standard burger is very subpar because you can obviously tell that's frozen. I haven't um, had a real Whopper in years. Who I would? Had, I, I had the, would? The, the, the impossible Whopper, but I haven't yeah. had like a real one in years. I just I just feel kind of guilty. And at the same time, it's like... Freddie says go I, back and tell Miami not to join the ACC. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true. Um, no, but I love the angry whoppers. That's the whoppers that they use. When we were in law school, yeah. they were good. the chicken fries were actually a great novelty too. I'm not gonna lie, because the chicken fries remind me of like when we were kids in like oh, middle good. school, elementary. Yeah. And it's the sauce. Burger King has good sauces. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that right now, because when they're Indeed. shooting, they don't miss. Yeah, I'm gonna give them that. Burger wise, it's usually the, yeah. the steak like Wendy's. Burger. I can't. Even, I don't think much about their their, their sauces or anything. I like it's barbecue or honey mustard. Yeah, or the ghost the ghost honey peppers uh, sauces. Uh, listen, is, I'm gonna tell you right now that I was like a, that. that was a strict love affair when yeah. they had the ghost peppered um, cheese fries. Yeah, and the, the sandwich was fine, but if, the the fries was unreal. Even afterwards, if you go to certain store, they'll still have the ghost pepper sauce for if you want to mm. get for the with the, uh, the 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 nuggets. So. really yeah yeah you know they're spicy i don't know if it's like a permanent thing on their like menu as far as sauce is concerned but i found some some stragglers that was like oh let's just empty out the inventory it's like okay give me all of them you know yeah i i I can i can work and i'm sure like on amazon or someplace or or like the spicy uh the pepper palace you can find something similar but you know so that begs a very good question and it's it's gonna sideway to it but Mm. It, is it Sports obnoxious? Show. Is it obnoxious to kind of like go get a fast food meal and then adding in your own flavor sauces onto it? I don't think so because no. I am guilty. I am guilty. No way. Guilty. Like taco. No way. You know, here's the thing I will say. There's some sauces I like to use for sauces I cook at home. Like anytime I'm doing like breakfast patties or something like that, like a Jimmy Dean sauce stuff like that, I'm breaking out the Taco Bell sauce packets. One hundred percent. And when I used to make um like chicken tenders or something like that, you know, Tom, Timothy, and Tom Sai will be okay. Yeah. Um, or Tom and Timothy and Tom Sai. You know, if I have leftover mm-hmm. like KSC, you know, spring barbecue, whew, they get fed. They get fed. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah. So it, it, to, to end on the Royal Crispy Chicken to segue to the other parts, I would give it a seven. It is right. recommended. Okay. People here are seven like, oh, it's not the greatest thing ever. You should not be eating fast food and saying it's the greatest thing you've ever had. No. No. That, that's the disclaimer. There's some of them I'm like, oh, this is actually really start, good. Yeah. Start your evaluations. Like, just expect a normal, like, whatever they have as their normal version of whatever. Like, okay, Burger King regular chicken sandwich, right? Like, just think of it like when you're putting up against, like, a Wendy's one or something like that. Just like, okay, that's the default. The Wendy's original chicken sandwich is, like, the default chicken sandwich out yeah. there. It, yeah. It's good. It's solid. I've, I don't think I've ever had a bad one, yeah. right? 
So you start there, and if it goes up and down from there, then then you, that's how you, that's how you grade. It. That's why the chicken kind of went above and beyond. It's like this thing's massive. It's I think it's huge. Was the sauce too. is great. Like all of it was good. And, and then like uh, and then freaking like Chick Fil A is like like below average. Overrated. Yeah. Over. Yeah. I, I I I had their chicken sandwich too, man. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. You know, oh, you had yeah, the the Chick Fil A one that they came yeah. out with, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, okay. I was like, okay. And you know, don't like, even try grilled chicken at, at, at Chick Fil A. I try that is not good. They, they bastardize their cheese. Yeah. Yeah. They do not like. You have yeah. the right cheese. You have pepper jack, so you have my attention. Mm-hmm. But you don't melt it properly because right. you don't melt it properly. I'm like, what, what the hell is no this? Point? What's if the, I what's Chick-fil-A the point of pepper jack cheese if you don't melt it? You could put it in the microwave for more than five seconds. Exactly, because that's how you tell it's or. It's or if your if your patties of chicken were like literally fresh out the the fryer or whatever, then they would melt on their own. But you know, I, I, I I'm just saying they they, they ain't a, you know they they copy yeah, some stuff from McDonald's exactly. You know the yeah. process. Okay, we got a bunch of shoots and tubes and all over the place. It's just it makes it cold, you know, and it's, it's not gonna melt on there. So, anyways, that's my Chick Fil A rant. Every once in a while, we get one of those where it's just like, yeah, ain't that good. We do come back and bring it back to that Chick Fil A yeah. hate. Yeah, and, and open on Sundays, man. Some people are hungry. Religious uh, portions aside, so let's see. Uh, Freddie's got. I'm so used to watching the FCF weekly show that I keep wanting to put show title ideas into the chat. By all means, ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll commandeer it with yeah. you. I mean, I've honestly. I've, I've looked like we've done this show for 152 episodes, right? Freddie, so, where's our Fred rank, by the way? Yeah, I actually looked for it online. I, 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 yeah. I guess the Google search terms didn't find it out. I was trying to see if he's. I mean, I know it's an endeavor. I know it's it's his thing. It's his criteria. So it, it's time consuming. I'm assuming, but it's a oh, sure. it's a passion project. So, uh, but well, yeah. What's he gonna leave us to do? To do the rankings? You want me to do the rankings? No, you're the David Lee Roth. I'm not even the Sammy Hagar in this dish. <laughs> you know. All right, he's uh, the most I watch. I would just watch urinating, <laughs> urinating trees and things. Yeah, um, and and Barry McCockner stuff now. So, uh, so that's that's fun. Um, anyways, yeah. So we're at fifty minutes, and what was what was going on? I was going off on a tangent, but I forgot what it was. I gave it. Uh... Oh, okay. I gave it to DF last night. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, so okay. Andrew has it. I guess he forgot. Uh, oh, well, first he he didn't he he forgot it was Yom Kippur until earlier on today. But that starts at night, right? So he's good. Um, okay. Well, next week then we'll have it next week. Uh, all right. So I guess we could talk about this is a sports show. We can knock out a sports small uh, sports show segment. Maybe I still want to do one day. I swear to Christ, this is gonna come back to what my actual passion project on the mm-hmm. show has been for two years which is my fast food draft. So yeah. just add in the Royal Crispy Chicken. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's your first round pick, but it might be on the back end. Yeah. I mean, we got to set oh, up Freddy some just rules. Sent the, right? uh, the Fred rank. Yeah. Okay, so if I look on the chats, I think I can get it somewhere on YouTube. So, I mean, we could do that, but I mean, you can go off on the thing, Charles, while I try and find that. So I'm going to okay. go on YouTube and see if I can click on it. I, I forgot where we were going to find it. I mean, we... I mean, like... Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I mean, so far, so far that one image that they've shown, like the poster or whatever they got there. Yeah, it's very safe. It's, yeah, the toads look like toads. They're, they're like high. The more... Schnozberry says like Schnozberry. Exactly, you know. The Mario looks like Mario. 
so they didn't go too off with the uh, the look, at least from behind. Right? Is it that they're just trying to avoid in hopes of not doing a Ratchet and Clank movie, where for some reason it just bombed? Yeah, yeah, but and this is a bigger property, so they can't screw it up. Like they they want sequels, and Nintendo's a company that that will pull the plug. And, and they're using Illumination, sucks. right? Yeah, Illumination. So that's uh, <sighs> that's who's making it. Jesus Christ! You I know prolif- you get the, and they're not bad per se, but you have the proliferation of the minions, and now I ju- I can just see they all are, the to- yeah. toads and Yoshi's out there. They've got. I remember, there is not one Yoshi. Right. Yeah, there were eggs in the image and everything like that, and uh, I mean, so far it looks fine. I was kind of hoping because from uh, I already have some criticism just to start, and and maybe like that one toad that's walking with them obviously is probably Captain Toad. Yeah. Like eventually gonna be kept. He's got the backpack and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, so, all okay, for a tre- like I'm actually more for a treasure tracker movie. I don't really. Yeah, I mean they have they now have a movie studio. Nintendo's got a movie studio now, so they're probably gonna make that stuff like the Pikmin stuff, which is or... so weird because them and Sony kind of opened up their game entertainment services for movies right around the same time. Because now yeah. Sony's just getting everything. They got got a war so, show. Sony's got got a, got a fight because like you know Microsoft's honing in on their stuff, buying up all these studios. Nintendo and Microsoft are buddy buddy right now. Like they're they're kinda they they gotta scramble. And I mean they're still I mean the PS five is still great. PS four did fantastic, you know. Uh so anyways, shoot, I'm trying to find that comment. Oh, I have to go on Twitch. That's what it is. I keep forgetting we're not on YouTube no more. I kinda wish Andrew was here because I feel like he would be a Jack Black defender. And then there's me who's just like, no. <laughs> Okay, so Jack Black, I haven't watched all his stuff. Oh, finally, now I can click on this for Freddy's. Uh, I haven't watched all of his stuff. Uh, I've seen Kung Fu Panda. I think I saw Kung Fu Panda 2. And I've seen bits of Kung Fu Panda 3. Uh, Nacho Libre, I did watch in theaters. Uh, I I mean, the the funny stuff was like some of the Latino stuff that... uh, Like my sister in the theater, she just cracked up when she heard the name Chancho. (laughs) <laughs> for, that, for, yeah. that, for that little kid like yeah. she just started bawling <laughs> and like nobody else in the theater knew what was going on why she was just cracking up like that but it was like that's the stuff that did other people won't catch and then like um i mean it's a wrestling movie i mean uh, let's spin into this uh, how is it as a wrestling movie charles fun fact never saw nacho libra really I know the clips really? and YouTube and stuff like that, but really? when I say I don't have it for one actor, I don't make it to my time to go see it. Mm-hmm. And you know, right. it, 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 it's just nowhere, nowhere in passing. Movie. You know, on a plane. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Yeah, okay. I, the Lord has gifted me in not All having right. to see movies or people I don't want to I see. I mean, uh, I guess it's not really. I know he likes to say that he likes tacos and burritos or some stuff like that in a scene but yeah yeah but it's not really he's not like that far into like a mexican stereotype in that sense well i mean i, I me not even seeing naturally was not because of like the concerns i have about a white man playing oh no no it ain't that castle. we know well, yeah, you know yeah. it, it's different we had a little though, mer- we had years a ago. debate last episode <laughs> Yeah. Oh you know, boy. Six years ago or like fifteen years ago it was a different story compared to now if they yeah. can get that movie in. I just I just don't find him like remotely funny. I know Jack Black doesn't really you know, yeah. Jack Black follows on the Twitter. It's okay. I, I don't at least follow any of the Tenacious D things, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. all right, you know. Like it, it's just there. There there's just certain it's like the Will Ferrell concept. I think sometimes there's comments in movies, but when people say they don't like Will Ferrell, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, exactly. You know? 
I like Will Ferrell, but there's a segment of times I like Will Ferrell. Yeah. You know, it's like the segment of times of how you like Kanye West. And like, you can oh, get oversaturated too. Great. That's the other thing. You can kind of yeah. get oversaturated. Whoa, this is way too long. Uh, all right, I gotta fix this. So I do have the Fred rank, but it's super huge. Uh, all so- I saw was Bama's number one, and I'm like not surprised because I haven't really watched much college ball yet. Um, it'll come. It always comes like in the I mean, middle. Of, like, uh, I guess I, I don't have to show it, but I can read off of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can just do his like top twenty-five, really. All right, because it's See, really. We're, we're- it's the a only, sports show. Yeah, it's a sports show, and it's really our only college football that we're going to talk about today because that's Andrew's That's Andrew's deal. Yeah. Miami sure. didn't play. Yeah. Florida, Florida State unfortunately lost. lost to Wake Forest. Yeah, well, I mean, Wake Forest and, is actually not a basketball school this year. Yeah, so. but in the, in the match that you needed to win. Yeah, that's true, but, uh, like, I still, like, this Seminoles team is still, like, doing better. There, there's potential. Yeah, exactly. No, they're doing, they're, they're already exceeding my expectations, which are nothing, so, which is great. Uh, They're halfway through their win loss records of last year. So, so he's got, got six wins. So he's got. Let's see. Uh, starting from the top, we've got uh, Alabama at number one. That's his number one. Uh, Georgia, uh, Ohio State is number two. So Georgia at number three. Michigan at number four. So all these teams undefeated. Clemson at number five. Then OK State at six. Mississippi, Ole Miss at seven. Uh, Southern Cal at eight, Tennessee's at nine, Penn State's at ten, uh, and I'm, I'm glad Tennessee's actually doing. They're like one of the teams that are like back that I don't mind because they've just gotten so futile and they're not as arrogant and annoying as Texas and Nebraska fans. So there you yeah. go, and Miami fans. Uh, NC State uh, twelve, I think I said Utah eleven, Oregon at thirteen, Kentucky at fourteen, and I think they finally lost. Right, Kansas so. at twenty five, not projected for a bowl. Interesting interesting uh, well you know maybe they view it as a heat of the moment kind of thing uh wake i mean everybody's just jumping on it because it's fun for the meme yeah. as well wake forest uh tcu who's doing pretty damn good at 16 ucla at 17 lsu at 18 byu at 19 cincinnati at 20 k-state at 21 texas at 22 uh baylor at 23 mississippi state at 24 and he doesn't have a 25th rank for what reason not sure well he uh, says no kansas at 25 not projected for bowl so maybe that's oh why. okay that's why okay maybe it was okay all right so there's that and let's see then uh yeah yeah so uh yeah so he's got my seminoles at 32 which yeah, I, yeah. I i i can get behind right they they've they've barely squeaked by in in, in s- some of their wins. They destroyed Boston College, which was nice, and then they lost this one. Okay, fine. So uh, the, the Gasparilla Bowl in in Tampa, that's that's fine for them too. So and then he's got the Hurricanes at fifty two. That's fair. At the Holiday Bowl, which I don't even know where it's like, played. Like when I did my whole predictions of where we win game wise, I only had us going for about eight games i knew one of them was gonna be a trap game i just didn't know it was gonna be middle tennessee i actually had like unc which right. is who we're playing this week as the trap team mm-hmm. um alongside like one other team so uh surprise but not hurt i don't know if tyler van dyke's the guy but that's the problem we, we can't get quarterbacks to lead us and i don't want to say we're a quarterback list team but i can't name you any of our He's like got fsu versus guys. ucf in the gasparilla ball which that's would be fun fantastic. 
for this show. What do you put in UCF? Uh, oh yeah, UCF. Let's. Because uh, you know Andrew's not here, so I have to. I have to take UCF's my at forty-one. Fair, I guess. Yeah, they're three and one, so yeah, yeah. fair. He's got them fair. facing the Seminoles, which would be fun. Actually, would be yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's uh, and then he's got the worst. Uh, the worst team as the FIU Panthers. So there you well, go. you know, <laughs> at one thirty-one, so that's good. That's good. Uh, well, they finally won a game, right? So yeah. there you go. That's something. Are they worse than UConn? Because UConn, right, he's got them like at one twenty-three. He's got UConn one twenty-three. So he thinks so, at least. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, I trust Freddie's judgment for sure at this point. After all these years, I mean, he's been on point for a lot of things, if you guys haven't noticed. So, uh, yeah, Fred's like, you know, Fred Stradamus on this when it comes to the Barry McCockner channel. <laughs> I would subscribe. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, you can't just beat Fresno State. So, there you go. Judge broke the home run record. He did for it. AL record, yeah. 62. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. I hate this now, though, because we're jinxed. Because last week, for the reminder of those who actually follow our shows, Ooh. I literally out there said this man, oh, wow, he has feeling kept my old fantasy name? That's right. I forgot that I named my team Trash of Trujillo because I was sucking ass. <laughs> and we were in a fireball. Did he actually hit or is my paralegal lying to me? Oh, I man. guess he did. Look, we got breaking news. Uh, I'm going to actually put this on. Did he? I'm going to put this on right now. I mean, Twitch isn't as, as anal about putting some stuff on as uh... – as, oh, nobody's got a freaking baseball stream on here? Damn it. I just need right, to know. Want to watch the Heat and the Wolves play in the preseason? Oh, no, he homered it. Oh, and okay. Garrett Cole, listen, Garrett Cole's pitching. If I got a breaking American record and, and a full job, mm. ooh, that, that's, that's deadly. Yeah. That's deadly. Well, valid question. Am I buying that championship title? You know I'll do it if they win the World Series. Yeah. Yeah, because it's been it, it's the year of the Charles, and that probably would cap it, well, as, like for for like the sports teams as, at least, right? Because you know your Titans, uh, you have no belief in them. Yeah, Mike Vrabel. Ooh, yeah. I, I've been saying it for three that's, weeks. After week one, I was like, I know this, this is going. Yeah, and I don't I don't shy away from it. Mm. We can win the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't care. So you you've know? got that uh, the Canes, or, you know, or the Canes. Yeah. Then well, uh, the, the like Heat it. lost to uh, Ime Udoka. Even if only they had found those mm. emails and text messages earlier. Just uh, a bit. And uh, let's see. Yeah, that's basically right. That's been it. The Titans. Yeah, yeah. So the Yanks are really your your last hope for any sort of sports happiness this year. So. I mean, granted, let's be fair here. That one's the all or nothing, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna say it right now. I would. It's it, been a year it, for the Yankees. And this is tough when you always you have to kind of like pick which sports team where you have to say because there's nobody who gets them all really right mm-hmm. you don't get the complete sweep even though Andrew holding on to his glory days of Champa Bay which mm-hmm. doesn't count because you want to buck sorry Andrew you were not a Buccaneers fan when they got it so it doesn't count um, but you, you, whatever your favorite team is not just area because if you could be like me who likes multitude of teams in different states if I had to pick one you know, one I wanted to be the Yankees in the sense of like it means more with the star players that you, granted i would love if derrick henry had a title um I, I, man i really want it but here's the thing i came so close to the finals of the heat that i can't get heartbroken again yeah that's you true know, so it, it's just like but it, I, I think it means something because of all the shit talk 
the yeah. last couple of years. And the fact, the reason why it matters most to the Yankees is because I feel that the two opportunities have been spoiled. And I can understand everybody's agreement. Well, like that doesn't stop Chapman from getting I mean, homered on, but Alex Cora. Mm-hmm. So you could have a lot of things. This season. Fair play. Yeah. You could, you could have a lot of things happen this season, right? So yeah. the, the, the Red Sox didn't make the playoffs. Like the only. Freddie other... goes says, "Good thing Judge waited until <laughs> Alec Weiss <laughs> realized he was." Yes. Yeah. It's so, not cricket. It's baseball. Mm. So you've got you've got uh, Alex Cora on the Red Sox not Gosh. even making the playoffs and being in last place in the division. Fraud. So so there's that, which probably the only other satisfying way is if you guys defeated them in a playoff series. In some yeah, sort but of they're fashion. kind of like our kryptonite because Aaron Boone doesn't know how to manage. Yeah, well. But he was like, ah, I could just put myself in this like, game. You'd have Hit to do like a reverse 2004 run. in order for that to happen, right? So to just yeah. redeem everything. So you got that. Then you have a possibility of probably playing the Astros at some point. So even though you've kind of moved on from that. Yeah, like, I mean, not everybody. Is the fan base would probably move on from that. If they were to defeat the Astros. Well, I like to say I'm a reasonable Yankee fan oh. in comparison to some of the other diehards because it, it's like a it's like it's like scales. There's different levels of like fandom for any sport, and then there's just the unrealistic can't tune into whether they win or lose diehard fandoms, and I call that ignorance. And then also when it comes to pettiness and what you're willing to let go and not mm-hmm. let go. So right. when it comes to like the Astros, I'm, I'm kind of willing to let it go now because you don't even have the same manager, yeah. and you know what's his face is over in. Um, Right, Detroit. Dusty he's Baker's terrible. the manager. You know, he's he's Dusty. a likable guy. Yeah. Whereas the Red Sox, you're like you purposely put in whoever I forgot his name. He'll come back to me for last year as a fall guy. You basically um, David Cullied him, mm. and just to put in Alex Cora. And then last year's thing, I felt like was a big, you know, question mark about whether or not he was actually good or not, even though they made the playoffs. Because mm. they, and then when they go into a spending spree or they cut everybody then they don't do well. Right. And they're going to blame everything on COVID and injuries. I'm just like, oh, guess what? That was us last year. And we didn't get those excuses at all. And my thing is, too, no one was actually going to say, but we were in the division hunt. Mm-hmm. And the title hunt, because everybody was like, hey, but the Blue Jays, because they got Len McGrew Jr. The only thing that came out impressing me in the L East was okay. the I'm, I'm seeing the home run now, so I see it there. I should oh, actually take a peek at it. Let me pause so, my game. It's on the corner there. He hit it in Texas to left field. That feels right. It feels yeah. right that it would be Texas, who they have nothing to like lose by pitching to him. Because right. here's my thing about the judge, excellence. And, and look, we're actually going to go sports here for a second yeah. on, on MVP between him and Shohei. I have never seen a man get walked so much in the last five days, Ooh, yeah. man. Like, holy shit. You know, what's funny. It was because the, the Orioles were doing it. And the Orioles obviously were doing it as an FU. Yeah. Because it, you, division, division rivals. Rival. Yeah, yeah I get it. And they didn't want Judge to do it there. And the that Orioles. Big-ass homer. And the Orioles are kind of, they got this swagger going at the end of the season now that they have a winning record and yeah. are like ahead of yeah. schedule in their rebuild. That, like, I get it, right? Uh, the Red Sox thing was, ooh. Pathetic. That, that was just like a, uh, yeah. you know. I guess Cora's mindset was like, ah, you know, he he's a guy who can hit home runs without trash cans. <laughs> without, no, Apple Watches. He, he was the Apple Without Watches. Apple Watches. There you go. Yeah. That was the Apple Watch one. So, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, well, he was both, right? He was both. He was trash yes. cans and Apple Watches. There you but go. But, yeah, you know. Rob Manfred. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, is it or, Carl, is this Carl's, Carl's Beltran on the Yankees broadcast team? 
Yeah, that's fine. That would okay. be very interesting to hear former him talk Yankee about too, it. Right? He was also former Yankee. Yeah, but it's not like he's Yankee, Yankee. Uh, no, he was uh, over the hill. Carlos yeah. Beltran. He was just, he was just kind of there. Yeah. He was just kind of there. It's the same. Ring chasing, like... ring chasing Carlos yeah, Beltran. Yeah, it's like the same thing we have Bobby Abreu ring chasing. Yeah. You know. Oh, man. Uh, all right, so we're at an hour and eight. I didn't realize we were past the one hour mark. So, yeah, uh, words for non sponsors, people, things, concepts, places, what have you. We've been enjoying over the last week. So I'm going to start with mine because I haven't started in a bit. And I already got mine. It's Maneater. Yeah, <laughs> figured. I, I mean, just games and not, not the song by Hollow Notes, which also is a song that I've Whoa, actually been listening to a lot lately. So I'm I in a Maneater like, type of mood right now. I feel like if that game does not open up. Hey, Siri, with that play song, Maneater. Well, why would Charles? Oh, I feel like if that I thought the music was about to play now. I was like, we have licensing rights for this. I feel like if that game does not have um, Man Eater as a song to play, then it's a missed opportunity. Oh, we're definitely getting. We, we, we're not on YouTube. We're not on YouTube. Twitch ain't as, as anal about it, man. Suck it. And Twitter is sure as hell ain't. Yeah. So we're gonna do Man Eater, the game, not the song. Well, actually, both. Let's do both. Yeah, but we love Hollow Man Eater by Hollow Notes, right? Uh, I didn't realize what. Um, Frickin', uh, actually, let me just go in. Just let the, let, let them get into it real quick. Okay, so we got Maneater here. Uh, it's it's on Steam. It's on pretty much everything at this point. Uh, it's, it's on uh, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, uh, PS5. So uh, it's, it's all of this, and uh, I have the PC version. I got it for free on Epic Games. And honestly, I probably would have paid for this if I didn't know this this fun. So, uh, we're just going to keep this going while I'm reviewing this game. So, Maneater. And you're a shark. You're you're just a, a shark. shark right? You're a bull shark, actually, Charles. Ooh. So, the beauty of this game is that it's presented in the style of a... Um, like a... Like a, a uh, show from TLC or, or the Discovery Channel. Yeah. So it's it's presented as that. It's pretty cool how they do it. They got all the tropes and everything like that. Here she. Uh, yeah. Here we go. So um, so you start out at the beginning of the game. It's kind of like a tutorial area, uh, where, which is basically framed around like the beginning of this TV show, and uh, this shark gets caught. You're like this. There we go. Maneater. That's what I was waiting for. Anyways. <laughs> you were just holding out. I was holding out for that. So, um, uh, it's, you're, you're starting, the tutorial, you're actually a big, giant, adult shark, and you're just destroying everything in this little area, and then eventually this guy, I think his name was Rusty Pete or something like that, he's got, basically, it's set in, like, the, it, it, it's set in the bayou of Louisiana. Okay, do, do, so does, does Louisiana have sharks? Uh yeah, it's on the I'm ocean. So, I'm so used to it being Gatorville, you know. Well, there's plenty of alligators and everything like that. So this game has uh, you. So you're the shark, and eventually you get caught, and this guy takes you back out to the bayou, uh, rips open your stomach, and out comes a baby pup shark, and it bites him, and he has to let it go, and like the guy couldn't catch it again. You're, so you start the game out, the true game as a baby shark and baby you gotta survive <laughs> exactly oh i gotta find that no never mind uh so you start as a baby shark and you gotta survive you gotta eat fish along the way the more fish and turtles and things that you see you eat it's actually experience points because it's an rpg it's a shark pg 
So uh, you're you gotta level up. You gotta upgrade certain aspects of your body because uh, the bayou that you're in, the area of Louisiana that you in and that you're in, is full of nuclear waste and stuff like that. So you're a mutated shark. So that means uh-huh. you can get mutated upgrades. Eventually, during the game, you start getting like like you know a metallic body. You can become electrical. Like it's 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 just fantastical like that. And you move from place to place. So you start out in the bayou in the swamps, and you're dealing with gators and stuff like that. Then you move forward into like this abandoned, destroyed nuclear waste site, and then you move on to like this, um, like this uh, country, country club golf resort area. Eventually, you're gonna make your way out to the city. So it's a big open world, uh, and you start growing along the way, and the shark grows bigger and bigger, and you just eat and eat stuff eventually you start eating people and it has a thing basically like grand theft auto uh where the more people you eat your threat level goes up and once your threat level goes up to a certain point you'll get a bunch of shark hunters after you so then you got to kill more shark hunters because eventually you'll start getting to like these these bosses it's a boss fight where it's a a shark hunter but he's got like a a different weapon so you start with a guy who's basically just has like a harpoon and then another person who has like a shotgun and another person with like an, a, a semi-automatic. And then eventually, I don't know what Rusty Pete's going to have. But they'll start throwing dynamite at you. It's it's actually, um, it's pretty immersive. And, and I've already played like six hours into it. I've, I've heard it's a pretty short game, relatively yeah, okay. speaking. It's a 10-hour game, I think. From yeah, what I you can, you can yeah. If, if, if I was focused on it, I probably could have beaten it by now. Because basically, you just have to take down the different um, people that are part of this tv show called van eater basically so and eventually you get to rusty pete and then you beat him and the game's over right but they've got a bunch of side missions you go out to a certain area eat this amount amount of grouper uh fight off this giant alligator uh that type of stuff eventually so i've been doing a lot of the extra stuff they got a bunch of like hidden stuff that you can find so you can make more out of it so i'm probably going to get at least 12 to 15 hours out of this probably because uh, i think i'm fa- i've fairly gotten a lot of the stuff in the first two areas already and a lot of exploration a lot of nooks and crannies as a shark it's pretty cool uh the controls are a bit uh it takes a bit to get used to them because you move with the left joystick and then the right joystick is moving the camera and yourself and the, the direction that you're 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 facing and, you, and you're going so if you want to go up you got to move the camera up and then down to go down, and then um, so it's it's a little tricky that way. Yeah, that sounds but, like inverted flight. Yeah, I'll, you have the left trigger is to speed up, the right trigger is to eat, and you can uh, tail whip, and you've got like a sonar ability to find stuff. So, uh, but it, uh, you do get used to it after like maybe like half an hour, you start getting used to it, and then you can like do you can start doing flips and jumps and all kinds of stuff. It's got it's got jank to it. It does have jank, so it's yeah, it's a double A promotion. Yeah, I think so it's it's an indie developer. I think it's Deep Silver, so it's not like a big publisher, but it's uh, it's fun, man. I've just been it's it's got pretty good graphics too. Uh, not like the best thing in the world, but it's pretty. Uh, it sells what it's supposed to be. Lighting's pretty good. It's running just like fantastically. Like I'm at like. I haven't been running it at 4K. 
uh, but I've got it at 60 frames per second, like at 2K right now. FPS, FPS two, mass matters two, the most. Yeah, 2K, 60 frames per second right now. So that's where I'm at, and it looks great. So, uh, yeah, Maneater. Uh, promo code Hall and Oats. <laughs> that's appropriate. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm up. So before I, I decided to be the stepfather that stepped up to Tom and Tomothy and Tom Saya. You know, I, I didn't know. If oh, I was... and the shark's a female. That's right. And the so shark's it, a female. It works for the song too. So there you go. There you go. Um, so I, I didn't know how fatherhood will work for Timothy, Tom, Tom, mm-hmm. and Tom Saya. But the last couple of days, I have revisited the game that kind of is the guiding light uh, of how yes. it should be for Timothy, Tom, and Tom Saya. A lot of dad games this year. I'm not right. Real I like it, but we're not in season. Let me tell you that. That ain't happening. But, um, Charles is not in heat. <laughs> he is, exactly. Um, but as as I try to figure out how to best guide, I mean, I, I'm basically with, uh, being the uncle with my niece and my nephew, and I guide them between one to 15, one's like, you know, 10 months. It's okay. So how do you focus into what, what's the life lessons? How do you, how do you, how do you be both gentle and assertive? And some people have me read books and stuff like that to all my male friends and you know uh, to my female friends everybody who's had a child you don't do that what you gotta do is play one game i played this first game back in 2018 and i'm playing it now to prepare myself for for it coming out november 9th and that's ps4's god of war Mm -hmm. and this is my attempt playing on ramona on my ps5 download my ps5's hard drive because they updated it for 4k resolution 60 fps it's the story of Kratos, what happens after the end of the God of War original trilogy, plus Ascension and whatever the PSP games were. You know, his continuation, now he's in Norse mythology. I'm not going to try to spoil too much for Francisco's sake because he, he's going through the ringer of it. The first set of it is through the Greek mythology. You know, you know those guys, Zeus, Ares, Aphrodite. Y'all know what I mean if y'all played God of War 3. Athena. This one's about true Norse. And this is the game that really captivated my interest in Norse, Norse mythology because I always kind of liked it. It's goofy in a degree. When I say goofy, it's because it's so different than what you like. Actually, you should kind of say Greek mythology is kind of good because Zeus would just turn into anything that was sex with it. But, you know, Norse mythology is about, you know, the gods and the giants and Yggdrasil and you have the Vanir and the Aesir and all this other stuff. And I'm like, this was cool to me when I was like younger. And then I played this game, like I went all in, but it's a redesign rechange Corey balrog basically made a very personal story about a father and a son on uh, the adventures just to scatter someone's ashes in that sense i'm trying not to spoil things even though it's been out for four or five years sequel coming out in november 2022 that's the reason why i got ps5 that's the reason why we went for ramona this this is the predecessor of the reasons why i went to go pimp myself out a little bit for all my technology base the combat is fluid it's fantastic i'm on new game plus so i get to get certain weaponry and certain gear to start with that i had to wait through on the saga is always one of my favorite games we open up like the most favorite game but it's good the soundtrack is excellent bear mccreary who did godzilla's um soundtracks recently for king of the monsters i think he was also there for godzilla versus kong his stuff's jamming you're getting all hyped in kratos has a beard that's cool he always kind of had a beard but he has a different kind of beard like lumberjack beard as opposed to like pretentious beard you have a son of Atreus who you know is likable now on your second playthrough, there's some things that are over my head. You see your monitor in the background. That's cool. It, it had it, its own reimagining of what certain lores are. And I didn't notice something. This is how stupid I am. It's not a spoiler. But, you know, Odin was always afraid of the giants. You know, you had your frost around and stuff like that. And the problem is Norse mythology gets kind of wrecked with 
the Marvel movies, and it's something completely different from that. Do I think Thor is like goon? Yeah, he's gonna be in the sequel. That's not a spoiler if you've seen the trailers. So he's kind of played off as like an abrasive ass. But the way they've kind of highlighted certain things, like of the giants, my dumbass, for the longest time I was like giants, like giants, right? And then they say they they just give you like a little bit of education. Giants aren't actually they're giant giants, but giants is more like a race of people. Same thing with the Acer video. The the hammer, I don't know the hammer. The Leviathan axe is just so cool. How could you call it back like Thor's hammer? Um, it's epic. It's cinematic. It's endearing. The first time I played it, I was going through like a breakup, and I was like, all right, here we go. This is going to go from there. The second time I play, I feel like I'm more like focusing on myself and what I'm trying to find as 33 as an attorney. You know, I have a current theme right now, which is don't die on the vine. I live on mantras. You know, that, that's what keeps <laughs> me going because I'm such a machine sometimes. Francisco can tell you because that's what happens when you become a lawyer. You're not allowed to have personality when, when you got to get some stuff done. It's wake up, go to work, knock some stuff out, wear one mask to another mask. And this, 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 I feel connected to this. I might play a little bit of this afterwards. I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, you know, I was once a Greek god. Now, you know, what am I going to do in a Norse world? engaging interesting makes me and i'm loving it too i don't really go through a lot of playthroughs unless the combat was good and i've seen some of the scenes that are in the in the game prior before i even got back on new game plus where i was just looking at it from my own basis but the combat's good it's fluid it, you feel these touch points i'm grateful for it if you haven't played it play it if you have a ps5 it's already including your ps library it's also on pc now so you can scale everything be like 60 yes. fps 2180k or 2160k you know, it, it, it can teach us stuff. And, you know, Norse mythology is just cool. I'm, I'm sorry. I can never get into Roman mythology. It's kind of weird to me. But well, Greek it mythology plays a lot is fine. Greek stuff, so it's the yeah. same thing. And Greek yeah. mythology is fine. But the concept of Ragnarok, the concept of destiny, the concept of rebirth, um, the fact that they were able to do this as interplay, but the heart of this game is just, you know, um, accepting the past, letting the past guide you to the present for us, and then, you know, taking those that are with you now onto a new world, I think is just very fantastic. It was a 10 when I first played it four years ago it's probably going to be a 10 get now um got a war ps4 go play it uh you know promo code boy 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 mm-hmm. and the memes man the yeah. memes that's true they've used this version of uh, kratos for a lot of stuff uh, if you go because he has legitimate personality gifts. yeah in comparison to the other kratoses which was just lacking in personality this angry man angry? yeah i get that yeah, that came out during yeah. our high school youth. So I was a very angry boy then. That's true. It was during the angst era, angst era stuff. Shadow the Hedgehog, Prince of Persia got angsty. So <laughs> my God, yeah. they ruined Prince of Persia. That could have yeah. been a fantastic series had they just not decided to make it more about you know sulky prince. Just kind of, <laughs> I just want platformers sometimes. Don't go dark. Yeah. Well, all right. So mm, hour twenty two. Let's uh, let's get into the NFL. Let's just yeah. Do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll find let's this. Let me take off uh, God of War here real quick, and then we'll, we'll move to to that. So, uh, week three, I guess we'll we'll just, just just jump into it. So they had the Tua thing with the the head injury. Uh, so I watched the Dolphins game, and uh, you know me, I've been watching the Dolphins. I've been reading Repulsa all season long. Uh, yeah. they, they they barely squeaked by Buffalo. I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah, I, 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 it's more Buffalo shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm not a believer just yet. I feel like they've gotten lucky with the two teams that should have beaten them, that should have beaten them and didn't. Uh, they then the Cincinnati game, the way Cincinnati started, I'm just like, okay, this this could be a toss up. The way that the Dolphins have some momentum, they've got uh, they've got Cincinnati. They 
they got their you know token win against the Jets to kind of set them straight and just like, okay, fine. It's a home game for them. Cool. They got the White Tiger uniforms. Fine. Game started out, you know, it's a Thursday night football game, so it's not good. It's not going to be a good game. Uh, it's, it's just the way it's going to be. But the big, you know, the thing was that Tua got rattled in the first, in the game against Buffalo. where Shaking he, the cobwebs, <laughs> limping it out. Yeah. Yeah, just certain things that shouldn't be happening when you see a guy like that and just like, oof. And they, they attributed it to a back injury. Sure. Fine. Okay. And then, well, things came out. Things uh, l- came out. So I don't even know if you could say it's coming out. It was apparent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well not according to people on Twitter who are out defending the NFL – uh, and defending the Dolphins, oh, your you neurals. Do, do the majority of them have shaved heads and very bad, like, thinned-out beard-mustache combo they, connections? They, well, they've got the, uh, you know, the, the they got the, the profile with the, the glasses. Wearing the, the, their goddamn dicky jeans or shorts with that <laughs> one red pop collar that's going to help them for their night shift at Target. Not, no offense to anybody works at Target. That's just a comparison I'm using for visualization mm. purposes. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so their like, favorite kind of chaw is skull. So the game was like four, 14 <laughs> You wear their sunglasses on their head backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, man, you just, just, you just people that you see, well, basically in Florida. Uh, so, yeah. uh, 14. Because that's who it was. Yeah, uh, Polk County, Florida, everybody. Polk uh, County. Yeah, there we go. All right, all right, we got it. All right, 14 to 12 at that point, And then uh, the sack, right? So Tua got sacked, and as, as I saw the sack happen, and then the way that he was thrown down. That, that, that was a little unnecessary. It seemed that way, right? And, and, but and it was that guy's about... first sack, so he's making it like all the way. Uh, which I, There's a comment I was going to say on here, and I'm very grateful that I didn't do it, because mm. I think if Andrew was here, he'd be like, Charles! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. If, I re- if I remember to say it off the channel. Like, oh, oh boy, here we go. Anyway, so that happened, and the way Tua landed, and then his fingers did this whole thing. I like, thought he legitimately broke his neck. I thought because I, he got ragdolled. I thought first off, I it, thought his fingers got mangled. Yeah, it was scary, man. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell happened? And then he just like just is there on the ground he's not even really moving it was like oh shh and i was trashing the dolphins during the, like i always trash the dolphins during games i'm texting doug i'm saying man this ain't like they, they, they ain't it whatever they got lucky all this other stuff and then that happened i'm just like oh no no yeah. no, no not like this not like you know this. how there's sometimes where it's like too soon that yeah. was a too soon moment yeah so i was like oof okay he gets carted off, all his other stuff. I'm just like, oh no, this is bad. This is real bad. And it gets worse. And and so then the, the game keeps going, right? And so uh, the Dolphins they get a touchdown, right? And I think they brought it to like four. They brought it to fourteen twelve. There we go. They brought it to fourteen twelve, and I just I, on the group chat I just well, you know what? Fuck it, go Dolphins. Just for this one game, like go Dolphins. And of course the kicker mix, misses the extra point. Just doink off of the freaking pole. I try not to laugh when that happens. That's what you get. For <laughs> well, just exactly. You you wrote, oh, you're toxic. I'm like, this is why. This is why the the only way I can watch the Dolphins is through hatred. 
That's the only way I can watch this football team. It's um, uh, same thing happened to a Chargers tight end uh, last year. Um, yeah, Google fencing response. That's what it was. Yeah, fencing response. That's what his uh, the thing that he was doing with his his hands was. It was it's a neurological response. Yeah, Jesus Christ! It looked like he was doing the crip sign. Yeah, I was good. So, um, the, I can't. I can only watch the Dolphins through hatred. And at that point, I wasn't hating on the Dolphins for the rest of the game. Like the guys, like the the whole team was out of it at that point. Like emotionally, oh. they were. Teddy Bridgewater did the best he could, and they look. They almost got within striking distance, but then he throws an interception at the end of that mm. game. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, all right. That sounds about right, though. That's that's it. You know, that's that's fine. Okay, game's Steven over. Steven Ross was probably like, listen, I need you to throw this pick. I'm going to pay you an extra $1,000, $100,000 because of the fact that we, you know, we have to make it seem like yeah, that, well, you know, we could have more, What more can it, you know, what more can it hurt at this point for Steven Ross? <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Exactly. So uh, then after the stuff of the game, and so now things, people are on Twitter, things like that. They, you had that guy that was a wrestler. Um, yeah, Chris Nowinski. Yeah. Who was so, saying? Who was saying before the game? Like, I don't. He shouldn't even be starting. This, he shouldn't even be playing this game. So the know? background on Nowinski, real quickly, is that yeah. he was a wrestler. He was on tough enough. He suffered a concussion, and then he was like, "I'm out." And yeah. he he had suffered from it. He knew the effects of it. It was an as detrimental for him. But then he's been a big proponent of CTE. When the Chris Benoit situation went down, he, mm. he was like, he was showing obviously exhibits of CTE, and then he went to get his PhD intelligent with a cause and i just love twitter for talking stuff when your educational and expertise area is just knowing which kind of genes make your ass look the best yeah. right um and i say that with vitriol completely on both um the concept of how to speak on ct and then your concerns or lack of concern for somebody who suffered something that is so apparent hmm. And that doesn't even really mean medical diagnosis. Like, you, you don't fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that then, so he, he said before the game, like, he shouldn't be playing the game. Like, these are the dangers, this type of stuff. And people were just, like, trying to, oh, were you the guy? Did you actually see him physically? That type of stuff. And, like, that you were talking to a guy who has a PhD in it and actually experienced it and that type of stuff and, you know, worked around it. So then it happens and then it's like people, and he's just like, like and he 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 responded in a way like I hate to say I told you so, but in a genuine sincere way, they didn't feel like. But look what happened, and uh, receipts. Yeah, some people don't feel the need you know, to be right. People pulled out receipts and stuff like that. So you know, some people just give more shit about football than anything else. I feel like football fans are like that uh, more than any other sport. To be yeah. honest, it's all like for it's the football team. Like it, it yeah. doesn't do anything, whatever it costs at this point. Um, which is kind of what, what turns me off football, even college football. I mean, college football is probably even worse with it, to be honest, um, given the way that they took forever just for the NILs. Anyways, that's the whole thing. Um, yeah, so all this comes out. And then finally, like uh, recently, the uh, unaffiliated neurological consultant that was that did Tua's diagnosis for the Bills game got fired because apparently missed something. Something that probably was super apparent. Probably didn't even see what happened, to be honest. And what could you have missed? I know, but attributed it to a back injury. And of course, the Dolphins look bad because they're the Dolphins. And and you criticized Mike McDaniel for sending him out there. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, he's the head coach. I know it's a, it's a new job for him and all that type of stuff. But if, you know, yeah, you're this supposed genius, but sometimes uh, sometimes you can be too smart for your own good in some some aspects. So. But it's not even being smart. Here's my base yeah. with McKenna. We loved him because he didn't see him like more of a bro the way that Dan Campbell was, but more like he was twitchy and different and entertaining. And the first couple of games, there was some, you know, some backup to have him being an offensive mind. But players are going to value those who take care of them in their best interest. Right. And that's the coaches. Yeah, first, even right? beyond yeah. Their, their objections. Yeah, we, you know, it's, it's the same reason why you bench a guy despite the fact that yeah. you're in a blowout because you want to run the it's, risk of injury. It's uh, Aaron Boone setting Luis Severino when he's got a no-hitter. <sighs> yeah sure well granted what's the complaint i've always had on boone he keeps the thoroughbreds out there too long especially deeper as we're getting to the season so actually you heard my complaint but not to miss the point so the, the issue that i had coming into it is if you're a player what faith do you have to want to play for this man because you you hear about how there's always pressures in any kind of professional sport just on the fan base but now you have a coach who just screwed it up Mm. And you can't, I don't think you should attribute something to rookie moves. And he can say, I can tell doctors I did this, but you saw Tua in the Bengals game. Um, what was it? The Bengals game, the week the Bills game. game. The, the Bills, Bills game. game was the first one. Yeah. Shaking his head at cobwebs, falling down. Yeah. The only time I ever fell down like Took that two was the steps other day. and then just went, oof. Yeah, the only day time I ever fell down like that in my own thing was the other day at the gym when I went too heavy on the bike and I was just on the bike for my legs. And that mm. wasn't because I got my head rocked. I don't play a professional sport for that reason. And it's a dangerous sport. It makes me think of the um, boxer that just died that I sent to you group chat to yeah. um, you and um, Andrew. Because remember something, you're getting some trauma on the brain. Y'all people need to understand something. It's not just the concussion that could be at the basis. There's swelling in the brain, hematoma, things like that, real damage yeah. that comes into it. And if I'm a player, I'm seeing how the staff, because Stephen Ross already has some issues as it is, but as a player, you can value money as you want. But, you know, if you're getting, and I hate to make it into a verb, but if you're getting Ryan Shazier'd, um, when there could have been a chance to avoid that, I'd be kind of concerned um coming for it so you're seeing how they treated to it and then here's the thing and this is where I'll, I'll defend mcdaniel a little bit on it had had it never happened the initial thing that happened in the bills game it, not even like he just never got the concussion or whatever happened and occurred if he just got slammed on his head the way that um of how the player took him down for the sack then it would just be, well, football's a tough sport, but maybe we should implement plays for player safety the same way we do with Brady's rule before his knee was knocked out. And it takes away that accountability, right? It's something to rest your um, to rest your worried mind. But that's not the thing because even though even though the, the force that slam was not really predicted, you still have an understanding that there was something wrong with my guy ahead of time. And now we're going to put him back in to suffer more possible damage into is a light guy compared to some 300 pound men. And I'm a player. I'm looking at all that. I'm like, what if I have an ankle injury? What if I have a knee injury? What if I'm not feeling well? What can I trust the doctors? But can I trust the coach? If I say, Hey, I'm not feeling good. What are you going to do? We don't know. McDaniel. We only know what they tell us now. And all we've known since he got hired was this is a cool guy is bro. You want to have a beer with him and he's going to get you some points and he's cool. But consideration, I, I mean, we look at somebody that came from the same McDaniel branch, Mike Shanahan. And Oof. what happened to RG3? Coaches, respectability, Oof. and yeah. um, game awareness 
doesn't really come to consideration when they have obligations and support. RG3 said about that afterwards, but he, mm-hmm. he's always pretty vocal about games during uh, while they're being played. And he's tweeting out. So Freddy says people have conditioned so much not to trust what they see with their own eyes that they get defensive and resentful when others have to trust. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's just my comments to McDaniel because as a player, like McDaniel's probably set for a while before he's inevitably fired by Ross because everybody gets fired by Ross. But as a player, I, I you know, taking all things relative, I don't know if I would want to play for him if I'm a free agent coming into it because you're the leader of that team. Regardless, it's not it. No one's no one's really the leader of the Dolphins on that team, so it's on you, McDaniel, to be the leader of that team. And um, what happened to a you know sometimes greener pasture? Sometimes it's better to be safe than sorry, right? When you're trying to see if you're going to head out and go elsewhere. Yeah. So that and that's the reason I titled this episode Pachycephalosaurus because uh, that's uh, what they have. They have the dome heads, and but they were made for that. Not human beings aren't made to be like that. And this stuff has come up in hockey, but it's it's just way more prevalent in football. Hockey's done a lot to uh, get rid of hits that allow that to happen, especially when with like the Golden Goose and uh, Sidney Crosby getting concussed. child of like, yeah, Exactly. They don't want they don't want that happening again. Um, so. So there you go. Okay, so that was uh, that was the Dolphins game. After that, uh, then then it got less uh, sad. That was that was like a downer that just hung over. It was terrible for like, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was awful. It was just a downer. Everybody was just like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen?" You know, he was watching McGruber on the flight back. That, uh, that's even worse. Exactly. No, I've. I, and, I, and that's the problem with Dan just trying to be a bro. McGruber is one of those few movies that. I, I'm like, oh, let me check this out, and like within five minutes, I, I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not. Like, yeah. I've seen bad movies, but I can't. I'm like, I'm, I. It's when you start comp- contemplating your mortality, when you know a movie's really bad. <laughs> yeah, well, like that, that's the thing about McDaniel. Of all the statements, he's fine. He's cool. He watched, yeah, Mick Rubin on the whole way through and left. I, I understand that you want to show some humanity on it. But sometimes it's okay just to do coach speak. And coach speak is basically, hey, yo, he's all right, but this is kind of messed up. I don't know. I don't know if it came across as callous or the wrong intention, or maybe that's just him being him. But it's about that awareness. I, I shouldn't be attacking somebody just on you know their love of MacGruber. But, you know, especially yeah. since I spent the first half of the show just saying how Jack Black is not my kind of cup of tea. <laughs> okay. Well, all right, rest of the week. So let's go. Let's just, just run down the list here. So we got that. We got the... Uh... Uh, the Vikings and the Saints. Good game. It's always the Vikings that the, uh, the, the Saints, Saints lose to. Yeah. Well, it's been... Which me up. Yeah. So, Vikings and the Saints, 28-25. Uh, the Seahawks beat the Lions. Man, the Lions. Oh, so bad, man. I feel so... Like, they're... Uh, it's like they're close, but they're just not close Well, enough. when your defense is trash... Oh, yeah. No, it's it's been, been really bad. Really, really bad. Uh, but it's just like they've... They're... I feel bad for a lot of those guys. Jared Goff. Jared Goff is um, eating some. He's about to give some humble pie to people. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there you go. Uh, the Jets and the Steelers. So uh, yeah. Jets made fun yeah. of the Air Force Ones thing when they won that game. So that was funny. Uh, the Mike Tomlin thing. Uh, the Giants beat the Bears. So the New York Giants are still... Maybe? No, they're just being teams that are not great. Uh, the Bears are not a great team. 
So there you go. They're just, I don't know. They're just getting by. This is one of the, this is gonna be one of those years. Like the NFC East is gonna be like a team's gonna win that division, going like eight seven and one. <laughs> oh wait, there's there's seventeen games, right? All right, nine seven and one. <laughs> there you go. Is that the right math? Did I get yeah, right? sure. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah. So so that's uh, that's that. Uh, the Titans and the Colts, Charles. <sighs> I'm so impressed. First off, you know it's a it's it's so bad when you're like you're saying and they won the game. <laughs> well, because one, I'm right, <laughs> and then two, I'm also right about another thing. So mm. I'm right in two segments of predictions and statements, and I can't be happy. This is literally hell. Mm. So one, I got Freddie says seven seven three. True. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That'll work. Yeah. That, that's. I, I'm a three ties in the NFL. That that'll be really funny. So here is the thing. First off, y'all owe me some monies here about being right here because y'all are crowning the Colts. You're saying, "Oh, Matt Ryan's the guy. He's gonna do this." Yeah. Yeah. Speak. That's you know Delaney Walker said best. You know, still got to play the game. You guys told me, not you, but all the Twitter feed and the analyst field that Matt Ryan was supposed to be the <laughs> the guy that was going to just help them go from there and build into something and all this other fun stuff. And I was like, nah. <laughs> and the reason why I was like, nah, is because I knew who they had as receivers and Paris Campbell and Alec Pierce. And y'all love Jonathan Taylor so much. I don't want to say Jonathan Taylor would not be in three years. Sheesh. Yeah. Right. Well, because Frank Frank's not that good. I don't want to say that, Jonathan Taylor would not be as good as he was last year had it not been for Derrick Henry um, being injured. What I'm saying is that Derrick Henry, had he not gotten injured, would have been the first running back since Adrian Peterson in 2012 to be MVP. Bet on that, kids. Mm -hmm. And I will die on that hill. And that is my statement that I always kept to it. So, Matt Ryan, first half of the game, ass. First half of the game for Jonathan Taylor, ass. And we were up like 24 to 7. It was 24 cool. 24 to 10. At 24 point. to 10. It was cool. Um, you know, Derek Henry gets a Henry Handy. A Henry Handy. Mm-hmm. You see, it's the first time we're saying for this month, so that's why my mouth is jarbled. Henry Handy, you know, first one of the season. And Francisco had asked me what the qualifiers were. And I say, pass 100 yards, a touchdown, and a win. Sometimes you don't need a win. But it's very rare for that kind of stat to happen and there not be a win, you know, for me to see that. So good for you, Derek. I expect more to occur, of course. Um, so I was generally very pleasantly happy and surprised with it. But our defense, so, you know, one, we beat Matt Ryan, suck it. The other issue was that I said our defense was bad. The offense stagnates. Mike Vrabel lives in the past on the 1972 stroke fest. That's 4.7 yards per play. Per play, you know, you're going to run the ball 30 times and pass it 10 times. We pass it 18 times. Yeah, you and then the it offense, more than you passed. So. Yeah, it will be case in point. And the offense was going to slow up, and then we almost collapsed in the fourth quarter, and we got lucky because our defense. You, you, here's the thing about luck, everybody. It runs out. I'd rather be better prepared than lucky sometimes. And it's like we scheme well for the first part of the game, and don't do anything for the second half whatsoever. And I'm I'm entirely frustrated on it. It's going to be like this this entire season. The the, the honeymoon's over. Mm. You, you told me you were going to be a good man, Mike Vrabel. Now be a good yeah. man. Be the dad that steps up. Yeah, you know, don't be the stepdad. Be the dad that stepped up. That's what I was Tom about Tom that, that they took our idea. 
Oh my god! Yeah, can we complain about that for two seconds? Why not? After we're done with the NFL, yeah. Titans. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, Titans. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Raymond. luckily we're in the AFC South. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I got yeah, we'll we'll keep going from here. So we've got so that was the Titans game, the Colts. Then you got the let's see, uh, uh, Commanders and Cowboys. I gotta remember that. Commanders, Cowboys, Cowboys won. Uh, so Washington's a bad team. The Eagles won again. When they shouldn't have. So Jaguars are scrappy. Jaguars are a scrappy team. But they're still immature. Yeah, but it's it bolds well, right? They've got a, a direction. That's that's probably like the most important thing that they can have at this point. Yeah, uh, they, so. look, they're they're already got they got two wins in the season. That's uh, one more more than what Urban better, Meyer had. Are they getting a, which better run organization? The Jaguars or AEW? Which one, Charles? Oh man, like there's some <laughs> shit going on right now in AEW. <laughs> like you know, Sammy Guevara's about to get his head kicked in by Andre Iolito, man. Either he just had the backstage fight with Eddie Kingston. Um, right now, let's say the Jaguars. Ooh. Unless, but here's the problem with wrestling: Ooh. you don't know if it's a work or if it's a shoot. Oh, okay. Uh, the Bills beat the Ravens, twenty-three to twenty. Freddie says, and he guesses on Fred Rank Super Bowl champ projection. I haven't looked at it, Fred. I'm sorry. And he guesses on the Frank Super Bowl champ projections. Uh, what, let's see. Well, let's see. I'm assuming he's not picking the Bills. I think Freddie's. Yeah, because everybody's picking the Bills. Yeah, I feel it like is. Freddie's analysis and, and criteria are are more advanced than. And the talking Just, heads on ESPN. Yeah, you know, the Bills who look very, you know, they don't have a run game. No. Their O-line's kind of weak. They kind of got lucky that Lamar Jackson is just the only person on that offense actually cares. Mm. I said it. I said what I said. Let's see. Buffalo. So it's not Buffalo. It can't be Miami. can't be Miami. I don't think it's anybody in any... I mean, my prediction was like Baltimore being the AFC thing because yeah. now that they're healthy. I, I just like what Lamar Jackson does, man. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he put Kansas City. NFC is just too hard to kind of predict. I swear to Christ, Freddie, if I you feel put like Aaron Rodgers... Rod- because Tom Brady and the Bucks. <laughs> oh, I, I would, but, you know, it, it, is he wrong? But Freddie would kind of put the best kind of, you know, set team in there too. Mm. The best built team. And a lot of those teams have deficiencies. If you put the Cardinals, because the hate train's coming. Choo Choo Charlie is coming. Mm. I, I guarantee that. Well, the train's coming. We're at uh, the Cardinals and the Panthers. All right, so Choo Choo Charlie time. So, Baker, you're really disappointing me, man. Like, I was just hoping that something yeah. good would come into it. And damn. Let's and see. the Cardinals. He does have it as the Bills beating the Eagles. Okay, so, well, yeah. Let me get. Let me ask you this, Freddie. Is it because you have the Eagles because they are stacked in every damn position without weakness? Because mm. aside from running back, that, that's a scary ass. Yeah, it's a good team. I yeah. don't even know about Jalen Hurts to a degree, but that's a scary ass. You know, it's funny. It's a likely team. I, I like the Eagles. They're like I don't hate them. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea I that like they can win me. a quarterback without a first round, or they can win a Super Bowl without a first round quarterback. You, well, I kind of support those teams. You know, Jalen Hurts is he's not one of those mid quarterbacks where he's 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 good. He's above average at this he's point. Electric. Yeah. And he was a third-round pick from Bama. Remember, Jalen Hurts was a guy that was not it's wanted funny. by Saban. Funny, out of all the Bama quarterbacks, it might, what if he's the one that wins one, you know? I would love it. Poor Mac Jones. Let, let's, like... Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, okay, but well, before we get there, Cardinals and, and Panthers. So, so once again, Kyler Murray 
is just inflated stats in the fourth quarter. And yeah. I need people to legitimately just stop telling me that he's the guy. Yeah. And yes, Zona might be two and two, but when we know about that whole thing about luck runs out that I said about mm-hmm. the Tennessee Titans, luck's going to run out for the yeah. Arizona Cardinals. But and it always does. It always does. They're two but, and two right now, but like it's gotta it's gotta end sooner or later before people get yeah. hit, man. Because Kyler would do some electric things. Like but... this season might be the one where it's like they're because before, like the last season, they had whatever, but like this season, like they're two and two. This this season could be like one of those where they're like, okay, they win one, then they lose, then they win, then they lose. Like if they if it's like that, then then maybe people will start to finally focus. Maybe some more like the videos showing him arguing with uh, Kingsbury. People like that uh, though. Yeah. People love scrappy goes quarterbacks. Yeah. Goes to any other player. If it was T.O., if y'all remember. <laughs> Oof. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. and uh, But also funny for the memes and all this stuff and people making fun of him getting his Game Boy taken away. So. Oh, yeah. The phrase is well, – I, 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 I never post on Twitter, but I do want to say Kyler keeps talking. Clip's going to put his Xbox controller on the tall shelf. <laughs> Kyler's taller than me, so it's know. not fair to say that, but I just don't care because I feel like <laughs> – yeah. Tyler, I get a little bit disappointed. Just disappointed. <laughs> so there you go, two hundred seven yards to touchdown. You know, you're, you're, the, I think a lot of stuff that was attributed last year was because DeAndre Hopkins, who you should know, he's the true quarterback whisperer because he had Brandon Whedon tossed to him at some point in Houston, and he still got like a thousand yards over there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So let's uh, keep going. I'll remember what you want to remember. All I'm saying. So okay, so that's the Cardinals and the Panthers, and the Panthers are just not a good team. So trash. Yeah, Matt Rule's got to get fired, right? How do you like you go one game and you run twenty five times with Christian McCaffrey for hundred eight yards? The Panthers went into like, the season like, oh, we're rejuvenated. We got these guys. You got you know. They just thought they were going to be great now yeah. because they just changed for one quarterback. Yeah, basically, despite having Tampa in their division. Is that like every single NFL team that does that logic? Yeah, I mean, most teams are like that. Dolphins have been like that. The Cleveland Browns did it. They, we the got Dolphins, the Dolphins thought Chad Henney was their was the answer to all their problems. Remember? Yeah. So, uh, all right, the Raiders beat the Broncos. So the Broncos are. Thank man, God. people are just getting all. I feel bad, Broncos though, because they lost both um, Randy Gregory and Javante Williams. Yeah, and there's and now now it's like we're gonna let Russ cook. I'm like, oof, buddy. <laughs> the memes for letting Russ cook were pretty funny. I, I'd rather have like Michelinas. Did you see those memes for letting Russ cook? Oh yeah, I and mean, it's just like hot dogs and yeah, milk. raw meat. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, or like Lunchables or something. <laughs> um, I mean, that's an insult to Lunchables. He was fine in this game, but I think it's also because the Raiders are ass. So you know, yeah. Their All defense right. Uh, so uh, Packers beat the Patriots. Uh, Bailey Zap or Zappe, hmm. you know, um, had to step in a rookie from Western Kentucky. I watched parts of that game because of my hatred for Rodgers. Yeah. Another man who luck will eventually run out. Uh, and Mac Jones and people with the memes and things like that. I mean, yeah. listen, I, I, I talked about last week. I busted that ankle, but if anything, it's just Bill's just living his yeah. best life. Yeah. Brian Hoyer's still playing. That's what surprised Bill's- me the most. Bill is once again. Bill is what Giselle wants to be. So yeah, happy. <laughs> Russ cooks some Nyquil chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, next is uh, uh, the well, the Chiefs and the Bucks. So, um, 
Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Yeah, yes. And now every you know, like seriously, like the stuff that happened. He lets it, people like, know it. Like he he really does let people know it. He lets people know it, and then in addition to that, like people still want to say that he's not one of the best quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And really, people want to throw Josh Allen in there. But as far as I'm concerned, Allen's still going to be number three because between Lamar and him, they've got two MVPs. And a Super Bowl win out of him, and two Super Bowl appearances yeah. more Mahomes. Like Allen's, fi- look, I'm not talking trash about Josh Allen at all here. You're like, you know, I, I did when he first got drafted, but everything else is in between. Um, but appreciate Mahomes, yeah, and appreciate the fact that Mahomes is doing some phenomenal work without anybody but Travis Kelsey. Because if you consider, I also appreciate the fact that Lamar Jackson is doing this with just like Devin Duvernay yeah. and Sean Bateman. You know, just yeah, like, he lost Tyreek and and you know all that. So yeah. Yeah, so it's just like we, we got to learn, have fun with it, but God forbid anybody goes through it. Because it's easy to want to hate the young guys that are just great off the bat because there's young guys that we all have drafted that never really came much ado about yeah. anything, mm-hmm. you know? And that's just who we are. That's the pettiness of it all. Is it not? Yeah, yeah, but no, he's the real deal at this point. The real deal. So. That, that little, like, weird, like, hopscotch pass mm-hmm. that he did. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then finally, the uh, the 49ers beat the Rams. That was a good game. I'm always kind of like on the Ram, uh, the 49ers bandwagon, and especially since Jimmy G was in. I was like, oh, because yeah. remember, it was supposed to be Baltimore San Fran, and then we were so close to greatness, at least San Fran getting there. Um, is Jimmy G perfect? No. So I, I do like the idea that sometimes you need a competent quarterback to win your games. Why? Because I don't have a superstar quarterback on my team. I only have a like he did. He did what he needed to do. 239 yards, a touchdown, 16 for 27, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, Matt Stafford basically did a whole lot of nothing. So I watched that game, and we can say it's a lot on Stafford. Mm-hmm. It, that O line is also very bad. Like I was flipping between that and Raw. I'm like, that O line is like terrible. Like if I'm getting attacked by Nick Bosa, <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm screaming hardcore. Yeah. I, I'm like, you know, I, I am like scratch from Ice Age, screaming my heart out out of fear, and it is just terrifying beyond belief, 100 percent whatsoever. And then when you have um. Uh, on the flip side of the, you can't just throw it to Cooper Cup twenty times a game, can you? Mm, no, not if you want to get the other side on their toes. Yeah, like I, I, <laughs> this ain't Madden. <laughs> yeah, I, I, right. I don't know what that says about Allen Robinson, who is supposed to be the good replacement guy to OBJ, and everybody's like, "Oh, we need OBJ back." I'm like, the mentor is ACL. Yeah, no, he, like he's not coming back immediately. No, kids. no, let the man rest. He got his ring. Right. Yeah, like what? Jeez. What are you guys thinking? You know, Jesus Christ on let's, a cracker. I mean, let's see the the West. I, well, at this point, there's still time. You I mean, it's, it's only the first four games, and none of the West teams have like really jumped out. So they, yeah. you know, they got time. But so. remember, a lot of teams are still going to get in. Why? Because you have now a third playoff team in each right. one. Mm-hmm. You know, plain and simple. People have that, and then um, you know, makes them feel good about themselves and all that fun stuff. You know, it's a participation trophy to degree. How, let me ask you this, Francisco: Four weeks in, are you intrigued to watch more football, or are you like me, who's just like, ah, I'd rather just play video games? I mean, no, I've been watching. I've watched every Dolphins game at this surprising point. in some in some capacity. I have uh, all because I've gone Rita Repulsa this season. Yes. And, uh, you know, I've been sending the gifts and all that type of stuff uh, during games. Now, I don't know if I'll be as evil this coming week. They got the Jets, which I think they're going to win. Uh, yeah. Zach Wilson is still bad. Unless, even though unless like... the Dolphins 
do something very dolphiny, in which case the Rita Repulsa will come out. But uh, for this week, I'll I'll try and like I'll be understanding this time. But after that, I'll I'll turn it back on again. I just I'll give them a week, you know, the type of stuff, the Tua stuff, and then we'll see after that. And then maybe when Tua comes back, I'll give them that week too. Just be like, okay. hey man, he's he's back, you know. It'll be feel good thing. I'm not that evil, you know. But but yeah, did, no. Did you even give like I know he's out this week. I don't want to be that guy who says give him as much time as he needs and clearance, but you know, you already looked bad before. Well, that's the thing. They're probably going to give him an extra week more than he quote unquote needs. Mm-hmm. Just, just to be like, look, see guys. Uh, so which at this point, well, I didn't think this, this team was going to win the division anyways. I think uh, they just, what's more, they got lucky the first three games. The first three games, or maybe not the first game, but the, the two games against Baltimore and, and Buffalo, those are yeah. like the lucky victories. Those are the victories that I thought, all right, they're gonna lose those two. Then maybe they can get to Cincinnati, and then they'll beat the Jets. And like I thought, that's how they were gonna string things together. I thought they would be like they'd be hovering around five hundred at the midway point of the season. And now it's like if they're like a game above five hundred, that's probably where they'll land at, uh, given this squad, and, and maybe if Teddy Bridgewater does good and teddy can win you games yeah no he's not no ironically he's not, he's the, not one the worst backup out there he's probably one of the more higher quality ones out there so that's cool. I, ironically when he went seven to nine with the panthers he mm-hmm. had a better record <laughs> yeah. than all the other panthers that came up to follow him baker and uh, sam darwin included yeah <laughs> that's a look some real analytical statistics all right you kids sports show okay so uh so that was that and we're 157, so we're almost at the cage, but one more mention of uh, the... Uh, I forgot, what was it? Uh, which website did it? But the NHL, somebody did... I think it was like a business report or something like that. Uh, did a, a, a ranking of the NHL's handsomest head coaches? Bastards. Bastards. Right. <laughs> and they're wrong, too. Yeah. So there was... Uh, for, uh, let's see, who's the most handsome coach in the NHL? Oh, that's a video. I want to get the list. Freddie um, says, Teddy, like the anti-Tyra, constantly back into Sardinals. You're not wrong. So, I uh, forgot which... Uh, let's see, off Vancouver Canucks bench coach. Uh, uh, ranking the NHL's best-looking coaches. Let's see if this is a tweet that'll work out for us. On okay. stat real quick. Here we go. So, I, f- I forgot who did it, but this is the list. Uh, they've got Jay Woodcroft of the Edmonton Oilers as the number one. We chose, uh, most most Charles chose, uh, Bruce Cassidy of the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. And running up was, uh, you know, St. Saint, Quad's Saint Short King. Yeah, Mar- Martin St. Louis. Yeah. Well, this list has has uh, Bruce Cassidy at number 23 of 32. Well, Marty St. Louis is at number, tie for 20th. In the league, I, I, everybody with has Pete a DeBoer, who Charles, if, if you don't remember what Pete DeBoer looks like, let me see if I can find him. He, he was, he was like, he was, uh, he was diabetes guy without the facial hair, right? No, 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 no. He, he's thinner than that. He's thinner than that. He's, he's not Wolf Brimley. Big? No, no, is that, he? He's the no, that was the, no. You're thinking of Bruce Bruce Boudreau. Okay, uh, Bruce Boudreau. Yeah, but not not Pete DeBoer. So let me see if I can find an image. Hopefully, I don't get porn, but. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Peter DeBoer. I mean, if there is, is porn with Pete DeBoer, that's, oh, that's Gerard Gallant. Uh, all right, that's Pete DeBoer. Oh, uh, what? 
that's tied for 20th with Martin St. Louis, who... Pete Bora is the most sad man you've ever seen. Like, it is droopy dog in a human form. With Martin St. Louis, who looks like... No, that's some other guy. Who, uh... I'm trying to get a photo of this guy. Where's uh, him as, uh... Guy's got quads for days. That's not a good picture of him. Uh, let's see. Uh, come on. Give me a good photo of Marty St. Louis. No. Ah, there we go. We'll just get him with the fist bump there. That's Marty St. Louis. Yeah, that's right? fine. Right? He's, teddy in, bear. he's in his 40s. Right? Got the, the salt and pepper going. There you go. And, and he's, he's still in good shape. Still in really good shape. So, probably could still play. So, that's Marty St. Louis. Uh, so, those are your guys tied at 20th, which is insane to me. Yeah, absolutely crazy. So, uh, they stole our they stole our bit. They stole our bit. Yeah. How? Like so soon too? Like if yeah. this was, if this was like a couple months later, a year later, this is legitimately like we signed off on the handsomest <laughs> coach. Yeah. As like our season finale or close to the season, and finale. that came out organically too. Yeah, well, you know, you know all, it wasn't planned all out. the man who is not going to be the San Francisco Giants coach that much longer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? So, but, Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler, but damn, man. Yeah, they they stole they stole our shit. And yeah, and watch, they're going to do NFL, they're going to do NBA, they're going to do MLB, right? Like, you know what you should do is rebroadcast the finals. Tag that stuff and be like, oh, you know, in case you want to hear the proper listing, listen to the thing that we made months ago. Yeah. It's bad press, but you know what? Sometimes any press is better than no press at all. I'm offended. Well, I did do that with the food rankings, so I'll, I'll do it with this. Yeah. Yeah. Because this was very personal to us. Mm-hmm. We literally went <laughs> This was our project, that. yeah. It, 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 it was project. the stupidest thing, too. Yeah. Like we, I haven't we, even gotten to the one I've got. we've got for this se- this this season. I want Andrew yeah. here so we can start it. Ah, uh, is that the one that you told me about last time, but he didn't show up? And you're like, oh, there's something I want to do with him? Yeah, exactly. There's something I want to do, but I, I haven't made one to reveal it. We've got enough shows to do it, uh, but we were doing the food thing. Yeah. But uh, and, oh, right, understand this, everybody. This is not a sensation of, ah, we made it. Because people were saying, so this is like pure gripe and pain. Because yeah. not only did you take what's I promoted it, too. That was the thing. So somebody promoted. saw it. Somebody saw it on Twitter. It's not as funny. Compiled that list. And your list is atrocious. And yeah. I, I think human beings love yeah. lists. We love lists. Because the person who it's did that it. actually did it from a from a serious perspective. Where we, we took into account all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, our, our actually, I would say ours is actually more serious. We put yeah. real qualifiers. We, we went past beauty is the eye of the beholder. Yeah. yeah, we had all you kinds know, of criteria. Beauty is the eye of the beholder. Yeah. You know, like, I, and if you steal my football stuff, and then if they put... In quotations about Andy Reid, he looks like he could treat you good and feed you good. I will snap. <laughs> yeah. Oof. All right. Well, the revolution keep, will be telling. Keep that energy going, Charles. We're going to head off to the cage. Uh, Which is perfect. Welcome, everybody. Your weekly Truplex the Cage with Charles. Full disclaimer wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It's a stage fight. It's the holy, you know, holiest of holiest of people, men and women being the holy hell of each other. Chasing championships, establishing legacy, getting a little bit of soap opera action in there. Um, having some real beef, beef, beef enough that's going to be served. If you if you don't have a local Burger King, watch your local AEW in the Twitter, and you'll get the beef that you want. People beating the holy hell out of We mentioned it because it's also going a little extreme on this cage edition because Francisco, it is extreme rules this weekend. 
Saturday, first off, I love Saturday pay-per-views now because I don't feel dead going to work the next day. It was something that started a little bit in the shift of Vince's last, you know, gasp of rain coming into it. And now it's transitioned over to Triple H. So that makes me very happy. Uh, but that's for the WWE side. Let's go with AEW first. So AEW, Dynamite, watch on TBS on Wednesdays. We're cooling down a little bit. This is like the cooler week last week. You know, we kind of came up with all that high-end energy about what was going on and forming on it. Um, they're going to have the two-year anniversary of Brody Lee's death show coming. I, I, I don't know if that's this week or the next week. It, it's, let me... I, I got to talk about it because I have like concerns about why they do that as well. One thing, let me just do that. So there's going to be some, I think it was their tribute show. Hold that thought, Francisco. This is what happens when I don't think about something and I realize it. I, mean, I think um, I can pull it up on Twitter to see if something pops out. Uh, here we go. There's a, there's this, uh, oh, it's this three year anniversary show. I don't know why. Two, I, two year I, anniversary. There we go. Yeah, it's they have it as the three anniversary. So I know why it's they from mentioned Tony Cox, Brody. So there we go. Okay. Yeah, I know why they mentioned Brody Lee. I'm sorry. It's because they're gonna have Wardlow, who's your current TNT champion, um, doing fighting against Brian Cage and someone like me mentioned of it. And also they're gonna have Andrade versus um Dark Orders ten. Remember that was Brody Lee's stable. And if Brody Lee loses, I'm sorry, if Preston loses, he has to take off the mask and go back to being Preston Vance instead of ten. And, you know, the buildup to that story is like, you know, Brody gave me this uh, mask, everything of that nature means something to me. And then if Andrade loses, he leaves AEW. So in the rumor mill, Andrade is unhappy. He has an optional contract. His wife is Charlotte Flair over in WBE. <sighs> so I want to talk about this match a little bit. Now that I got my bearings straight, I know what I'm talking about and everything like that. I, I, I don't know... If this match, uh, the sideline stories has been um, Andrade has been wanting to get Ten to come with him, part of the Andrade faction with him and Rush. Um, I think it's called Los Ingobernables Fashion. Um, but they kicked out one of the other guys, so it doesn't make sense. And now they're going to bring in like a guy who's not Lucha Libre. Don't ask me. I don't like the storylines here. But is it fair to say that this loses momentum because Ten hasn't been on the dynamite in a long time? So it kind of, unless you watch the behind the scenes stuff or AEW Dark or being the elite, which hasn't broadcasted since the elite were, you know, suspended because you know, the whole chicanery that happened between them and CM Punk and A Steel, it, it kind of loses luster a little bit because why are people supposed to care? And is it that we care that 10 was one of the people hand chosen by Brody Lee? So that's why we put those stipulations of you lose the mask or Andrade leaves. So if Andrade is actually leaving and you do this as his actual last match and he just tells Tony Khan, I'm not going, I'm leaving, pulls the way with Cody Rhodes, couldn't you have like, are you really going to put 10 over with this win? And you haven't built the rub for Andrade well enough, in my opinion. The guy's talented. He had a five-star match with Johnny Gargano one of the NXT takeovers. Love him. I think he's talented. I understand why he left AEW. Um, I'm sorry, why he left WWE going into AEW and having the opportunities to do everything, but they've been kind of restrictive against certain things. He hasn't been on television that much. And I don't mind 10, but he's still kind of like a raw product, unfinished product. And now we're just going to give you on a three-year anniversary this Dark Order um, stable that was kind of there when we first started three years ago, both different members, and now we have the significance of the mask. It feels kind of like hodgepodge trying to pull your heartstrings to give you invested television, but it kind of feels like microwave food. It's already pre-made. You just have to cook it right. You know, it's not from scratch. So I'm not really crazy about that match. But Andrade's got some beef with Sammy Guevara. Or Guevara. Sammy's got beef with a lot of people. 
They also has beef with Eddie Kingston, and Eddie Kingston beat the shit out of backstage like a couple weeks ago. And he got suspended for it. Where um, Sammy called Eddie fat, and Eddie fought him. That's what the dirt sheets say, but he was suspended. And he said, oh, we had to like, man, we moved on. But on the Twitter feed, they Andrade and Sammy have been going back and forth. And I don't know if it's a shoot work, Francisco. And for people who need to know the wrestling terminology, a work is part of the plan. A shoot is like real stuff. And sometimes you get that hybrid shoot work where social media is a perfect platform for it because you can actually put some feel into it and throw it out there. Um, think of it like Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle when Seth just tells um, Riddle that your wife ain't gonna let you see the kids anymore. All that stuff. There's some real life elements that come into it. But me and my buddy Tony were talking about like Sammy Guevara has a punchable face. So there's part of me. And if you want to find a picture of him right now, he's the one that does a lot of the botches. I sent you the video link to him um, a couple weeks back and also lately where you look at Sammy and you see that face and he has talent wrestling wise. He still needs to learn like storytelling and, and selling and things like that. Um, the internet community is not like I don't him. see the Crips in the Blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I was looking at that earlier. But I look at Sammy, and when you talk about Go Home Heat, so this is a revision of Remember with Charles Taught Wrestling. Go Home Heat is like fans don't even want you on their TV whatsoever. They don't want <laughs> you in the stands. Every time Sammy yeah. opens his mouth. <laughs> he says, but also, Sammy is also not like for the internet community. Uh, here's his official reason. Twitter, the king of New York, as he calls himself. Yeah, so let me let me tell you why people actually don't like Sammy Guevara on a lot of stuff. So he was in an interview many, many years ago, and he was asked about Sasha Banks when he went to WWE Performance Center. And Sasha Banks is Mercedes Renato. She's the one that had walked out and everything. She's very popular on the Mandalorian. We, we support Sasha. Sasha follows on Twitter. Mercedes follows on Twitter. Charles the True, Dan Friolis, FJOJR, Jr., and then Sports Goose. But Sammy had said in the interview, and whether or not it's maturity or guy culture, you'd be of debate. But he was, he, and it's not verbatim, but it's close to verbatim. Oh my God, she's so hot. I just want to rape her. That's what he said. So we're going to feel a kind of way about that. I feel a kind of way about that. You know, I don't know what kind of circle or culture of men or women that you hang around with that it's acceptable as a statement. And what Tony Khan had done was send him to like sensitivity training and stuff like that. But this was years before he was inside by AEW. But for lack of a better word, that's a prick statement to make. You would agree with me, right? So if Andrade just wants to throw hands on this guy, I'm perfectly fine with it. <laughs> and if you look at the comparisons between Andrade and Sammy, Sammy's kind of shredded in that athletic acrobatic state. Right. Andrade looks like he'll beat the shit out of you. And um, Sammy has El that idolo. Home El idolo, man. He used to be Andrade Cien Almas. Ooh. But um, he, he's stacked, man. He, he beefy luchadore. Yeah. Um, he, he'll, yeah. he'll mess you yeah. up. Man. And, and, and yeah, yeah, right? Handsome. Muy guapo. Well, hermoso, I said. Mm. Yeah, I know, but I won't say as well. Uh, <laughs> you know, go from there. Like, you know, we, we support our peoples well, here. You know, because yeah. we, we, I'll make my list of handsome wrestlers too. Uh, Try to steal that. Oh, you should do that. Oh man, like that that list. You know, that's. I'll, would it be you know, like active or would it be like all time? Um, that's up to you to decide. We were going with active coaches, so you know, we we can make it from I'm gonna there. Have to find a list. Me, me. I'll, yeah, I'll look but, it up. Maybe, maybe somebody's already, but maybe somebody hasn't. But yeah, I, but the list that I'm compiling, I sure as hell know somebody hasn't done it. Well, you know, we we, we go from there. But uh, yeah, you, but Andrade, you know, he he's got some talent. He's put on some good bangers. Uh, Sammy Sammy couldn't handle those hands, man. Like that man will mess him up. There you know, is, going uh, from there, his, his suit nice, game is man. good, man. His suit game is good. He's fresh, bro. He fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he fresh. And then of course him having into Ric Flair. Because that's Ric Flair's, uh, you know, um, son-in-law. 
listen, you know, we, 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 we cool, Andrade. We cool. We cool like that. I support you in this. And we saw about go home. He, I would not have a beer. This is what Tony and I were talking about earlier. I would not have a beer with Sammy Guevara or Guevara, but I, I down some Petroleum with Andrade, man. But it'd be cool real quick. So AEW is kind of a mess because the problem with shoot works is that if the match doesn't pay off and it's not like eventually, they don't even schedule the wrestle too. That's the crazy part. Andrade is going against Vance. And if he loses, then that's it. He's out, right? So we don't know. I don't think Andrade is going to, you know, obviously lose. I think he's going to remain in the company. It's just something to build a storyline. Maybe make 10 come out, not to have the mask game, or maybe just sort of dissolve the Dark Order, which is probably the thing you have to do now. It, it's got a little stale, in my opinion, unfortunately. But that's sometimes wrestling and factions anyway. All teams get stale. All uh, factions get stale. The New Day, which we love, gets stale. You know, you have to kind of put a creative jolt. So go ahead, watch um, AEW, because I got to shift it to other obligations, which is WWE New Japan. It's kind of a mess right now. I, I'm trying to catch up from New Japan, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really a big fan. TNA or Impact has kind of like stuttered a little bit for me um, to a degree, just because it happens sometimes when you're a smaller company. And then WWE. So wrestling's been watchable. You asked me last week what I found to be um, – the upside to it i told yeah, you yeah basically and, like how do you see the direction they're probably going since yeah uh, right and and it's not perfect there there's nothing that's perfect wrestling wise but wrestling feels good again and there's two things i'm gonna comment on before i go into extreme rules predictions and matches and stuff like that one i am totally obsessed by this bray wyatt speculation about the white rabbit i've mm. sent you guys some of it partially yeah. and you know it's just because the photoshop one, jobs of people with the, yeah the photoshop part jobs. of it too is because the song from jefferson airplane white rabbit's fantastic and if that's your marketing employee to get that song in my head, it's good. What they've been doing is just playing that song during live events or during commercials as well. And they've been doing QR codes and they've been doing pictures. And it, it, they were tricking us a little bit last week. They're like, oh, at 923 on September 23rd, on 923, you know, there'll be something. So people think he's coming back in. And Drew McIntyre showed up at Karrion Cross. They're like, oh, God, it's not him. And then it's not Edge. And I think it's Joe Casey. And I, I put it in the chat. It is not Bray Wyatt. I'm just done. Like, I have not been this excited in a bit since The Fiend, right? Um, when it comes to, like big reveals and stuff like that, because I want to see, I want to see what a Bray Wyatt led character could be when Vince McMahon isn't pissing on it, trying to sell merchandise and also like just cutting it at the knees before it even began. Because that's what yeah, happened with people the feed. Are looking for for answers everywhere. Oh man, it, we're obsessed with it. We can't yeah. stop. It's like the Matthew McConaughey smoking the cigarette, you know, on the phone thing. I want to see people how TikTok, far people are everywhere just trying to find clues because it's the right kind of marketing it's thing man. going on. And, and the rumor is that it'll be revealed on extreme rules, either in person or elsewhere. And it, it's just with Bray. He, he's, he's a decent wrestler, great storyteller. And the fiend character start off well when he just murders Finn Balor at SummerSlam and immediately dies the next month because he loses a match in a hell in a cell because Seth was going to use a sledgehammer on his head, but Hell in a Cell is basically anything goes. So how can that even happen? And it makes this phenomenological character look weak. And then you give it back to him on Halloween um, three years ago where he beats Seth and starts the run of him as a universal champion. And then, of course, he lost to Goldberg. You don't survive if you lose to Goldberg and you lose the title there. It, it just doesn't happen, man. It takes a lot of time re to refurbish you. And, it's, and that's the perfect word to say refurbish because it's still the same guy, but now he has to makeshift certain things. And he was, Bray also was one of those unceremoniously fired by Vince in the budget cuts. 
And if H brought him back, I'd be very happy because I've been happy with most of the, the returns. Look, I'm happy for everybody who's employed. It's great. You know, the problem is, is that with wrestling, um, especially since it's still trying to figure itself out after the COVID uh, crash, basically kind of caused everything to stop with the pandemic. Indie shows may not be able to give you a lot. There might be visa issues or still travel issues. People get sick. They have to get things canceled. So if you're not on WWE or AEW, you want gainful and consistent employment as well. Um, so if he's back, whether it's Bray Wyatt or rumor mills, Wyndham Rotunda, which is his legitimate name, um, I, I just think it's cool. I'm obsessed with it. And the other thing I'm obsessed with before I go to Extreme Rules, buddy, I can't get enough of Sami Zayn. I, 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 you know, I can't get enough of the Bloodline. We the ones they're more entertaining without even having Roman there, and Roman's there every now and then. Like I, I sent you guys a clip about them giving Sami his honorary Goose yeah. mm-hmm. um, shirt, and just the the boiling point between him and Jey Uso. I, I want to see how this plays out because I love Sammy so much. And if this is going to lead to like a legitimate baby face turn for him where he gets booted out from the bloodline, but I want to know how I want to know. And, and I have my theories and the downfall is coming, but, but this is why wrestling's engaging. Mm. And you're supposed to be yeah, as a soap opera because I'm making predictions. I'm, I'm playing the game with my, my, my buddies of if I booked it, this is how I would do it. And that's engagement. That's what you want from the audience. You know, it, it feels like you're on the side. It's like, oh, let's see if we have that same mind because you want to see the so payoff. happy. My God. Oh, my God. He's fine because he's just making some jokes and he breaks everybody's characters like Solo is supposed to be the enforcer of the blonder. He's trying not to laugh. Jimmy's supposed to be laughing at that, but Solo's trying to laugh and he just can't do it. It can't hold it. So he starts cracking. He literally breaks character. And then Jay comes in shouting because Jay, the brother who's about to come in now, legitimately just doesn't trust Sammy. He's He doesn't like him. He says he's looking out for his family. He thinks mm-hmm. Sammy's doing this big master plan. And now you add in an additional layer. What if this is the long con? Sammy used to call himself the master strategist. And then him and Roman. Roman breaks too. I, I can't. It's just so good. It's a shadow. And also tells you something I always talk to you about. Book me a good storyline without titles it's hard this mm. is yeah. booking the good story yeah because you can you can have like yeah you because know, the titles are just like okay those are stakes but they're they're like default stakes right yeah yeah but it's the easiest storyline to talk about right you have something i want something i'm gonna yeah. challenge you for something and then this you can create the my character goal. yeah yeah and, and the heel you basically go over the face you go it's like i'm not gonna challenge you you have to earn it or like i ain't scared everybody let's do this yeah. or oh on my turn to do it is very basic bullet points it, it's the it's the it's the base it's it's your star wars it's your harry potter it's little rigs protagonist is given something Extreme stuff protagonist right. had life before mm-hmm. other introduction came in circumstances have changed protagonist now goes on the journey protagonist finds out discovery protagonist must go see the ending ending happens it is kind of like that would tell us so now you have to give me something that's a little bit more and this is just that good ish right right there just like Checkers double chicken dunked in Frank's hot sauce right there. I, I have been engaged on that and what for two months straight. Poor you and Andrew have had to deal with the obnoxiousness and it won't stop. It won't stop because can you imagine the reaction when the breakup occurs? Mm. You know the Stephen They're A. Smith today? Man's heart. Today? They're going to the break day. that man's heart. It's going to break everybody's hearts. And that's what kind of wrestling is supposed to be. It's supposed to make you feel. I want to feel alive. To quote, you know, Cowboy Bebop, I'm not going to the die. I'm going there to see if I'm really alive. You're feeling <laughs> something. You're feeling something. I was going to rewatch that. It's such I'm a good that. It's just, it's such a it's good It's on Netflix. I know. It's such a good anime. The you live saw, action you saw, is whatever. Yeah, I was going to, you, you watched the live action. You didn't seem too, too enthused. It's not needed. I appreciate it for what it is as a remix yeah. to it. But, you know, 
it, it's it's an entertaining idea, but the problem with Netflix is anything that gets converted from if it's not their own original licensing rights, they're going to cancel it. Mm. You know, so it, it's fine. You know, but HBO is stealing their own thing anyway with Warner Brothers Discovery because they cancel like Shenmue oh, two getting, season two. They're getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, fine. Cut costs because everybody needs more of like your crappy shows yeah. about like, like you know canceled the Batman animated series reboot. Yeah, and, and that's getting shopped around. And I'm like, listen, of all things to cancel, you can cancel Batman. Everybody has a hard on for him as a character. They, they would watch it. You, you kept Harley Quinn, but not the Batman show. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Yeah. It doesn't compute, right? And like if you're talking about, I'm surprised. And the Batgirl too. I'm surprised Blue Beetle is still in effect. So like yeah. you know, and a very obscure very, yeah yeah exactly like Blue Beetle is not like yeah if you watched uh, what was the last thing he was on was the uh, it was um Young Justice yeah he was on Young Justice but he was in it was also else. an Injustice Two the video game so yeah no he, yeah no he was in Injustice Two but he was in something else uh, Blue Beetle oh Batman the Brave and the Bold that's what he yeah was in. and Brave and the Bold was such a, like a not for me kind I, of show I, I love Brave and the Bold I, I watched I every tr- episode. I tried it once. I also sometimes it's because of the times. Yeah. Some some shows you have to read. Yeah. I, I will say that some superhero shows you need to revisit because I remember when I thought the Green Lantern show was actually good, and I'm like, this is kind of bad. <laughs> that was it. That was my mentality. I mean, come on. No, no, I'm talking about the animated show. Oh, 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 oh no! I was I was mixing up with the Green Arrow. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Green Arrow. <sighs> Two things about the Green Arrow. Then we're gonna go to wrestling. Um, one. You can't make shows that have such low limited content mm. each season twenty plus episodes. It really drags it. And then two, I might be like crapped on by everybody, but any superhero who has a domino mask is nothing that I can take seriously because I'll figure out your identity in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And the bad lighting that you have, you gotta give them a full mask. Like, you know, yeah. you can't do everybody in the dark. You gotta give them some stuff. Don't don't make me do things. Back to wrestling, extreme rules this Saturday, starting at like seven, matches start at eight. I'm excited for this card. Clash of the Castle is a fantastic pay-per-view by Triple H. Now we can meet another month of pure Triple H chicanery. And here's the thing about Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, you know, last couple of years was there was nothing extreme about it. There was one Extreme Rules match last year, Francisco. It was Roman Reigns versus the Fiend, not the Fiend, the Demon, Finn Balor, when Finn Balor had his alternate ego as the Demon, um, in Extreme Rules match. And that's the match where it ended because the top turnbuckle broke. And everybody was like, was that God who interfered and helped Roman? It was The match was fine, but the ending was kind of like silly. And I was just like, ah, that was kind of tough to go from there. But every match in this damn card is extreme. And we're going to talk about predictions and what those matches mean. So you have, and we'll start from the top, Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. So my boy Gunther, who used to be Walter with his boys, Louis Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci against the Brawling Brutes, which is Seamus and um, Pete Dunne, but now he's, um, for now, he's Butch. And then Rich Holland. You know, that's Seamus and that, um, uh, I will say Walter. His name's Gunther now. I gotta, I gotta accept it. Gunther and Seamus, I gave me a five-star match. It was my match of the year for WWE from Classic Castle. Yeah, they're back at it. They're actually fighting this sat, uh, this Friday on uh, the season premiere, quotation mark, season premiere of SmackDown. I don't know how you can have a season premiere when you're live every you know week, yeah. but whatever. Which does it mean the last couple of weeks don't count? So we're just miraculously walking to a pay-per-view? Make up your mind how you want to construct those things. But that IC belt's going to be defended. But then you have this good old-fashioned Donnybrook. What the hell is that? Well, if you watch Larry Kenny, Donnybrook's a fight. I'm guessing it's a no DQ stip match between men slapping men. It's not full meat slapping meat, but it's up there. Like Rich Holland's kind of a meaty boy. Giovanni Vinci's fit. You know, Butch is technical wrestler. I'm I'm going to enjoy that. That's going to be so good. Delicious. Edge versus Finn Balor and I quit. Oh, let me do predictions. Um, Imperium wins. They got to keep that momentum. 
Edge versus Valor in an I Quit match. Edge was the leader of Judgment Day. Finn Balor joined up, betrayed, got everybody to betray him, hurt Edge, crashed his, uh, basically did the concerto, busted his knee up. Edge came back like twice within the span of two months. So that's like no real big surprise. But this is the match that Finn Balor needs to stop getting my insults of saying that he's a jobber. <laughs> and my paralegal, he's like, hey, if I like him. I'm like, yeah, but he's a jobber. So the face of the I Quit match, you say I quit, you lose. Edge gave this promo about him saying that I'll never say I quit. You're going to have to kill me, which means he's going to lose. You have his wife, Beth Copeland, come in, have the Judgment Day, which consists of Rhea Ripley and um, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Now Dominic Nasir in there, do something to her. That's what make Edge says I quit. I can live with that. That's good storytelling. And it kind of segues a little bit to Finn Balor and AJ Styles. Is that going to be a match tonight? Maybe, maybe not. Edge's style... He's kind of fallen a little bit for me. Last year, he was fantastic. I think it's because of the quality of people he was put up against. The beginning of this year hasn't been great because him and Miz, Miz Maurice, and and Beth against them. And then him and AJ just didn't click the way I wanted to, and that was the match I was so excited for. And then you had him teaming up with Ray against Judgment Day, and I feel like I think I've just done with the feud. And maybe that'll reinvigorate me a little bit for Edge because Edge is going to give his swan song allegedly in Toronto next year at SummerSlam. So we'll see what happens. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross, a strap match. What is a strap match? Well, if you guys were with me, and I think you were, when The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan was a strap match at Royal Rumble 20, 2019, I believe, or 2020. I think it was 2020, if I'm not mistaken. So like a leather strap is attached to each guy's wrist and they beat the holy hell out of each other until pinfall or submission. That could be a very good match. You have two beefy, muscular men, Francisco, mm-hmm. and Drew McIntyre, who is handsome for all intents and purposes. We're going to start the, the list as a little bit of a, uh, a, a appetite palette, you know, for people coming into it, even though he wasn't my favorite guy because I don't like him as a face. But in a strap match against Karen Cross, this is Karen Cross' second match back since being fired and rehired. It's on a pay-per-view. Ironically, this is his first main roster pay-per-view because that goes to show what Vince McMahon does to people when he doesn't like them. He doesn't even give them a scent of success, a scent of it. Um, Cross has to win, right? You know, you got brought back, pushed into the main event uh, role, dominant as you are, change your look completely. Drew can't really eat the loss, but Karrion can't take the loss either. I think it'll be a good match. I say Karrion Cross wins it. I'm excited for it. Um, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in a fight pit match. Think of it as like a hybrid MMA. There's a special guest referee, Daniel Cormier, or Cormier, is that how you say his name? UFC heavyweight supposed to be beefing with Brock in real life on the UFC days and never came to fruition. This is the, the basically the bleed out. They had the match that happened at Clash of the Castle. Very good match. Seth won that. Now this should be the conclusion, the feud ender going from there. Um, I'm excited for it. I think this is actually what's going to main event it because I don't think you bring in the fight pit, you know, because of different kind of construction that they have. You had two fight pit matches in NXT, um, Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. And then I think Tommaso Ciampa versus Timothy Thatcher was in there. And both matches were entertaining. It's kind of like a shoot style. You only win if you knock out your opponent or you submit them. So, you know, it's going to change a little bit of versatility. It reminds me of the Lions Den match between Owen Hart and Ken Shamrock all those years ago where Dan Severin was. Dan, we went to the Charles verse there for a second. Um, was it SummerSlam, Francisco? Maybe. Maybe. If I'm that good, maybe. Um, uh, going from there. No, or, no it, was, it, it was before Owen died. But I don't want to go down that uh, rabbit hole for a second i'll just have to verify it later um i think you end it because i think it says something if you have a blood feud being the end of a a main event because it says something very important that you don't always need titles you don't have the main title being defended roman's not defending the title he's gonna be defending at crown jewel 
Um, that end, you're having a, a special novelty of Daniel Cormier there, so why wouldn't you main event it? Unless Brock's not going to show up. The room knows Brock's going to show up and they're going to start some beef into it. Because Cormier is like 43. He can get into wrestling shape and go from there. I'm excited for the match. I think it'll be good. Anything kind of goes there, except it's just straight up trying to beat the hell out of each other. Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey, Extreme Rules match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Extreme Rules, no DQ, anything goes. Um, I think Liv wins. I think uh, Charlotte Flair comes back. I think Charlotte screws up Ronda. Because when we last saw Charlotte was back in April in her I quit match against Ronda Rousey. Ronda made her say I quit. And then Ronda won the SmackDown title there. You know, get your revenge going from there. Because I, I don't know if I like Ronda. I don't hate Ronda per se. I think Ronda's just kind of bland for me right now. I don't think she needs a title. And I think you built a decent story with Liv on the idea that um, she won it first on a cash and fluke because Ronda was already injured in a prior match. And then Liv tapped out in the Clash of the Castle match, but the ref didn't see it. She got the three count. You could build something in there. I just sometimes a good thing about no DQ matches, it can kind of protect each wrestler from their inexperience on giving you technical matches and pacing everything like that because you're just trying to beat the shit out of each other, right? So I think the match will probably be Liv's best pay-per-view quality match in a while. And then Ronda's um ability to show if she can wrestle people that are not already established as great wrestlers. You gotta think she had she had Becky Lynch working with her. She had Charlotte Flair working with her. She had Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes Renato working with her. And that was some good quality stuff. Those are three of the four horsewomen going in there. They they are like the the queens of the crop, the creams of the crop, basically. Um in current women's wrestling WWE. Her matches with Alexa Bliss, eh, her matches with other women as she was defending title, I don't even remember, right? Sometimes that's the problem with wrestling is that it is a dance, even though some people want to fight me on that. Billy Graham, um, because sometimes you need somebody to lead it. And if you have a good lead in your dancing, the tango's going to be fine. If you don't have a good lead into it, we're going to be stepping on some toes, right? So um, I, I would say on those conditions, I can see Liv winning, but if there is no interference by Charlotte Fleur, then Ronda gets the title, and where do we go from here? Hunter, I don't know. And then the other match that could be the main event, Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match, meh, I'm not really excited for it. I think Bianca has been doing excellent work Lately, I thought her match with um, Becky Lynch at WrestleMania was the second best match of the year prior to Sheamus and Gunther. Before that, it was the best match of the year. I, I just, I don't know if Bailey can kind of get me invested in that match. Bailey came back with damage control at SummerSlam. EO and Dakota won the tag belts. Now she's going to look to get the trifecta. I'm also okay with Bailey winning the belt just because I feel that Bianca's reign has been very much like her first reign, uneventful. And ironically, her first reign as champion was um after she beat sasha was feuding with bailey for two matches and then bailey tore acl and ironically her matches after she won the title at wrestlemania um this current period was she won against becky a couple more times like carmelo and then becky and now she's back to bailey so i don't know if there it's like a full story is being told here completely giving bailey her flowers or we can really push Bianca onto stratosphere. I think both women are very talented. I like how Bianca kind of comes in with this confidence and energy in the ring, and she's very strong. Bailey, um, her, her style's a little bit more slower. So there is some technical aspects of what these two performers can do. I'm not as invested in the match just because I feel damage control has kind of been oversaturated because, man, they've been both on Raw and SmackDown. And that's sometimes, if you're doing a brand split and you want to highlight individual wrestlers, but you give me more of the same on each one, Am I going to care as much, right? Um, so I can go either way. It is tough, but I'm going to make a scary prediction. Francisco, you ready for this? Bailey wins it. 
because what's coming in November? Survivor Series War Games. And we know damage control is probably going to be a part of that, right? So that would be Bailey, EO, and Dakota. What better way to kind of really show that they're the bad guys than having all the women who have the title belts defending, um, it, no, not defending, but in the War Games match. You have Team Bianca in there with Becky and Asuka and somebody else. I don't know if I want Alexa Bliss in there. She's part of the White Rabbit conspiracy. But there's ways to, to play this game out, man. And I think it's okay to give Bailey that title. Bianca doesn't lose anything by losing in a ladder match. It's not like she's getting pinned in eight seconds the way she did to Becky at SummerSlam last year because that actually hurt Bianca's credibility. You know, she goes off, has this great match against Sasha, comes in, wanting Sasha to come back at SummerSlam, doesn't happen. She goes against uh, Becky and then loses in eight seconds. That that kills your momentum. Losing at a ladder match, no, because you're not getting pinned quickly. You're not getting submitted quickly, right? Something good, Kevin. If she handcuffs you to the ropes and you can't climb up the ladder because you're stuck in handcuffs, you don't look bad losing. You would agree. So it's logic in that way. And wrestling sometimes can be simple. And you, I think Bianca needs some time without the belt as well, just to see that she can do it on her own. She already did it once. She could do it again. I think Hunter wants to focus on his stables a little bit, preparing for war games. And that's what he's going to lead to. So that's my predictions. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be good. It's on Saturday on Peacock. Get your free trial. Pay your $5. We don't treat it well enough. Five bucks. Five dollars. My goodness. And that's all I got for you, Lucas, this week. Alrighty. Okay. So I mean, that's it. That's it for this week. We're at two and a half hours, so. But we did talk about sports, which was actually an accomplishment. So. Uh yeah. Well, now next week I think Andrew will finally be back, and uh, maybe we can actually finally do that list, our original list with our original ideas that, you know, people keep stealing from us. Just some of the bitches. I guess it means we've made it. All right. We bye. made it. Yeah. yeah. Bye, everybody. Take care.